All right, so you get an option. Two. <laughs> option. That, that, that's option one. Option two is my question. My question is not going to be. My question is not going to be fucked up this time. But I kind of like playing categories. So do I, but we can't make it all the time thing. All right, so do we want to do it one more time and then not next week? Why not next week? All right, next week. All right. How do you feel about conspiracy theories? I think they're good if you think about them and with an open mind. Um, I think it's crazy when you just believe something. Are we good? I think it's crazy if you just read some kind of conspiracy theory and you take it for what it, what it is without any research. Ooh, that sounds a lot better. I got real sexy. Settle down. You didn't. <laughs> we got on the fly sound sound checks. So but yeah, I mean, so some like the flat Earth thing is a little silly, but um, I think conspiracy theories of anything, though, if you research it, it just gets you to think about things in a different way, possibly. But okay. most of them are pretty silly. Are you into any? I'm kind of into a little bit of the Flatter. Kennedy Flatter. stuff. You bet you love Not the Kennedy you stuff. You think that was flat. You was watching the Chipmunks. You saw Alvin, that episode when they did the history lesson. The 9-11 stuff's a little shady, too. So Sarah brought that up when we were talking about it. Sarah brought up 9-11. The, she brought that up as her go-to big conspiracy theory. Yeah, that one, I think do think something more happened than what we know. I'm sure. Um, did you ever see that movie nope. of Cheney? Bet, better didn't. Of just like when 9-11 happened, how he instantly used that of our reason to go to war. And... Yeah, yeah. Well, because he, he was like... Not that he had anything to do with it, but it was like... No. So, I don't think a lot... You know, a lot of stuff when people say the government's behind it, I think it's a matter of convenience. Something happens and the government might jump into it to take advantage of a situation. And they might have their hand... Like like the long, the movie The Long Kiss Goodnight. One of my favorite Christmas movies, mind you. The, you know, in that movie, they made a point of showing... They're talking about, hey, we're going to... We had a body on ice. We're going to put them in the truck. We're going to have them blow up a bridge... And they're like, well, what are you doing? It's called fundraising. You know, we're going to blame it on a terrorist. The government's going to give us money. And then we'll go, you know, do whatever the fuck they do. I'm, I'm going to actually watch that movie uh, probably this week. It's not my movie of the week. You see on the dry race board, <laughs> my movie of the week. Man, we're, we're getting high tech. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're getting fancy. We got you know, like other, We have glasses with our logo on it. Big, huge upgrade. We now have You're a dry welcome. erase board that even shows our episode. Because um, <laughs> I know how to write. I, I think this is more so when we start getting towards the end, we get real tipsy. So, no, 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 no. <laughs> so this is a milestone episode um, on on Podbean. We're going to get a, a token for episode number 10. Dang. Ah. I thought it would be like something like, we got so many listens. No, I didn't. It's just that we put I, out 10. I was so sad. I didn't want to look and see what we had today. I was like, jeez. Um, but yeah, I, I think nine eleven. There's some fuckery for sure. I think there's. I think some shit really. You know. You know. They really did attack. But then I think there's some other shit that the government was like, "Well, yeah, looks I mean, like we could swoop in on this." The other thing that's crazy is just video editing is so easy now. So it's like I was watching something the other day. It showed like Kennedy when he got shot, and it almost appeared the driver had a gun and turned and shot him like from point blank range. <laughs> then I'm like. But is this the original video? No. I don't know. 
because it's real blurry. I mean, it certainly looks like that was a possibility. Um, if that was the real video, nah, I mean, the biggest conspiracy theory that I would only that I would be worried about is our vaccines. <laughs> so, when I got the shot, that was one of the things I was a little concerned with, just because black people have been fucked with in the past with, you know, shots and vaccines and shit. So I paid very close attention when they pulled my needle out. I was like, hey, you better get my shit from the same fucking box. <laughs> you pull that shit out of another box, and I'm like, nope, we fighting right here on the spot. A big Cookie, who kept threatening to give me a shot in the butt, I was going to swing on Cookie. Yeah, it was weird when I got my shot. I dropped my pants, and then they looked at me all weird. <laughs> <laughs> at least you dropped it and said shot in no, the actually, butt. No, actually, so I got I the Johnson and Johnson. Out. I chose it. And cause you just like go said, to Walmart? Yep. I mean, but I, I signed up online, and that I had a choice. And I was like, "Wait, the Johnson Johnson's one? Oh, I can be done. All right." So mm -hmm. I do that, and then I went in this room, and the lady was like, "Yeah, I got the Johnson and Johnson too, one and done." Enjoy That's those blood clots. Yeah. <laughs> they got to give you a shot in the stomach to uh, get rid of them. Trust me, I had it for fucking four months. Flex. Um. Yeah, way off topic. But yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, now there's all the UFO, UFO stuff coming out. Which again, who's to say what videos... Are, I mean, once you go down the rabbit hole, you can really go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Like, what's real? Did we really go on the moon? That's a big one. And yeah, Sarah and I talked about that a little bit too. We didn't go on the moon? That's some crazy shit. So uh, there are some things though that when the, the question of conspiracy theories come up, though, the, my question is, why lie? You know, like, the the earth is flat. Okay, then why tell us otherwise? Yeah, that one doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I guess... Uh, so I heard that that initially someone posted that. So that's always been a thing for many, many years, but the recent uptick of it, somebody posted it on Twitter as a joke. It was a celebrity, and everyone jumped on the balls. And it was like, yeah, the earth is flat. Wait, here, let me show you a video, Holmes. Yeah, all the stuff they show, too. I mean, you're forgetting how huge the earth is so when you start saying the horizon and you don't see any different yeah you're not going to see a curve in the earth while you're standing on oh, it oh wait have you have you ever uh looked up um hashtag space is fake <laughs> no but i mean that's, that's that would be the conspiracy theory for flat earth yep, like, yeah that's all <laughs> in the same pocket cocksuckers and the moon was just a videotape of some people jumping around in the simulation I mean, if we're in a simulation. My simulation's broke. <laughs> so exactly, I said that shit to Sarah. I was like, "Yo, if we're in a simulation, I didn't fucking pick this." Yeah, like, and then she was like, "What does that know, mean?" Like, people got <laughs> shitty simulations. <laughs> like, imagine someone that got hooked on heroin. You got hooked on heroin, and it's not even real. <laughs> so you know, it's really shitty. All right, yeah, we're in a simulation. Who fucking picked Glenn Burney? Who chose to live in Glenn Burney for their simulation? You. You just remind me of this guy, one of the few people I follow on the TikTok, because he comes up with these weird, like, thought, just sayings. And one was, uh, if you think about it, the brain named itself. <laughs> uh, yeah, those shits get me, <laughs> That though. shit is funny. So, it's like, really? You chose brain? <laughs> what's your wildest follow on TikTok? Uh, well, I don't have many on TikTok. Oh, I got a lot. <laughs> yeah, I got to get more uh, active on it. Oh, no, I'm not even really active. I mean, I'm active, but, you know, BJJ Wiki, I, I just pull shit from Instagram. It throw clearly there, put some music. does know what you like, though, from what I've been getting suggestions. Oh, it knows what I like. <laughs> I, all my suggestions are big titty bimbos and swingers. And let me tell you. I don't want to say mine. But... 
It's similar. <laughs> well, you just said it. <laughs> I mean... No, you can guess my I mean, preference. Thickums. <laughs> but, yeah, like... Was like Sarah was like, what's you know, what kind of conspiracy conspiracies are you into? And I was like, I started thinking, was like, I don't think I'm really into any, it's just because I don't have the attention span to go down a rabbit hole and really start thinking about. It. Because the further I get into it, the more annoyed I get with it. Yeah, it also just stresses you out. And... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get, I, I especially get stressed out by the shit. Um, if I did have to say. You know, I was into a conspiracy, you know, if there's a conspiracy theory that I might kind of give into is that a motivator, Conor McGregor, will beat anyone. That's a conspiracy that all his fucking nut-hugging fanboys believe. <laughs> Fuck them. Well, yeah, I did hear some comments of, like, he's not motivated anymore. I'm like, he just twisted out of his leg. You can't say that. Yeah, that's not that. a motivation thing, <laughs> but, I, I mean, he, he got $100 million off... That fight with Floyd. Oh, yeah, I mean, excuse me. I, I mean, he looked prepared to me, so yeah. I wouldn't say he didn't come in and the money's gone to it. I, I think his ego is uh, starting to get a little out of control. <laughs> That's a fact. But we'll get to, we'll get to that in a bit. But that is my the conspiracy I, I hang on to is like his fanboys and oh, motivated Connor will beat anyone. Connor's like MMA Campaign needs Connor. Yeah, Khabib. That motivated uh, Khabib. <laughs> Khabib was like, "Oh, send location. I smashed your boy." Yeah, I want to see Khabib do what he was saying, where like he would fight all three in the same night. Now that would be a great pay per view, and I think he would win. <laughs> I was gonna say he'd do it, and he would probably win. So wait, so all that three? That might make him do all in the same night. He was saying. Wait, which three? Connor. Connor Diaz. I don't know who else he named. Mm. But he initially named Diaz and was just laughing about it, like, "What do you want me to do?" <laughs> he would he would smash the fuck out of Diaz. He's like, come on. Like guys. the big thing about Diaz is that he's durable. He's durable. And he smokes weed, and he he says some fucked up shit. And most of the time, it's not even that he's saying fucked up shit. He has a list, so we can't even understand him. So he's probably actually being serious, but we think he's being fucked up, and he's, he's just Stockton motherfucker. Con- Connor turned straight pikey for a little bit on the last yeah. one. I didn't understand a word he said. Yeah, that's what I said to you when I looked at you. I was like, is that pikey? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'd like to see Khabib fight Connor, uh, Nate Diaz. And let's just throw a, a, a funsies in there. Um, um, I, throw John Jones in there. I, I think Khabib would beat John Jones. <laughs> Damn, that it, would be it, that, but that's the final boss, though. <laughs> that, that's the final boss. That's going to be a tough one. I mean, maybe something like that would motivate Khabib because he just wants to challenge. Yeah, he's not worried about the money. He's got all the money he needs. He just... Oh, if he wanted the money, he'd fight Connor again. They've been throwing <laughs> money at him. They were like, will you fight GP, GSP? He's like, no. Would you fight Connor again? That's Mr. Boy. If he if I fight Connor, you have to he, he did actually say a price tag for Connor, I think he said ten million, but he also said Connor had to win like X amount of fights in a row to get back to him. So um we're gonna get back to that. We're we're starting to get deep in the woods on there. Let's jump into this beer real quick. All right, first beer of the day, somewhat local, Frederick, Maryland. Called Bloodline Blood Orange Ale, and it's by Flying Dog Brewery. Um, 
just a quick note on this one. It was like originally like a small batch release in 2013 for those beer connoisseurs out there. Um, this is like an American style APA. IPA? It's an APA. What, what would APA be? Hmm. Ooh, I got APA. <laughs> Alkalites Protection Agency. WWE, shout out. What's up? Uh, alcohol. Powerful alcohol. <laughs> All right, so it's American IPA, and it's got a blood orange peel and blood orange juice mixed in. Um, I would say, you know, it tastes like an IPA, but a little bit sweeter. Yeah. It's it, definitely the bitterness of an IPA. Um, the more I sip it, the more I'm enjoying it. As opposed to others, where it's like I take a couple sips, like fuck this, this. The more I, you know, I drink off, I'm like, hmm. it's very smooth. I'm mad at it. Um, I wouldn't personally go out and buy it. I wouldn't look for it, but if you got it, I'm not opposed. Yeah, I intentionally <clears throat> drank all mine already. Um, with cool. our Kalampton Social Club glasses, you're welcome. Tight as hell. Happy hour every Tuesday. I am doing it Filipino style of ice in my beer. Um, but yeah, what would you rate it? I'll go with a, I'll give it a six. Wait, let me give you the one information that sometimes boosts your score. All right, eight percent. I know. I know. That, that's why it's a six seven. Six seven. Yeah. Okay. Without that percentage, it would probably just be simply a six, maybe a five eight. You know, if our scores, I don't know if you do, but basically six or higher is good for me. Like six is good. So it for, just means I probably wouldn't. Buy it if I have my choice. So six sixes. is good for me. Seven's when you start crossing into a good, real good range. Seven is something I would personally go buy. Eight is phenomenal. I don't know that we're ever going to get a nine or a ten beer. Yeah, bring out the ice house, son. <laughs> like beast ice, ten. I mean, we might get dropped Bush. by all the, the few beer things we get followed by. But Anheuser Bush would follow us. So what'd you give it? Six? I think it says six, seven. Thinking too long, man. What you think yeah, about? Yeah, because I drank it all already. So it's like, I gotta, I gotta go back. I think six, eight. So we're on the same page, though. You fucking prices right at me just now. You went up one, just to one up me. Ah. I fucking, you, yes, you did. But the, what if the price, well, if it was lower, we both lost. Well, yeah, but we don't know that yet. What if the price was seven? You just won up to me. I hate I you. I won it. You fucking dick. Anyhow. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah, I don't hate this. I, I'm I'm okay with it. So, um, so, this weekend was a pretty uh significant sport weekend. And just for the listeners to know, this is going to be one of those episodes where what what we're doing here there's not gonna be much editing like so this is what you're getting because it's almost live yeah pretty close to it because it's monday night and this goes out in a few hours so let's not fuck this up real quick you want to mention our day drinking trip of course that was uh of course it was quite fun it was funsies um so we went to baltimore we went to (laughs) fed hill uh we went to the main place we went to is a brand new bar called The Watershed. And it's on top of Cross Street, brand new rooftop bar. Um, we sat up there. It was a great day. It was a nice Real breeze. Real nice out. Um, we had some track and field to watch. 
had a messed up tab? I tried, yeah. By the way. Yeah, did that clear? No. Oh. So I had to dispute it with my bank. So this place would get a great score from us, except I got charged twice. And the first charge is pretty significant. I think we were straight until that other dude started coming over and and pouring a drink. We had one great bartender, the other one not so great. But basically, I got charged twice. Um, I disputed with my bank. Despite that, though. I would have did a charge. Draft beers were very cold which was key um so one thing that was fucking with my head all the uh, plastic cups in front of us i felt like that was a challenge to me i felt like we had to drink all we those cups we did pretty well <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was dude i, I was think it was so cold room. like the beers were so cold that we were crushing them i had a few rum and cokes too um i think i had a jack and coke yeah you didn't have a rum and coke you had a jack and coke ja- oh yeah they didn't, they have, didn't have rum they didn't have rum yeah. I remember you said that and I was confused. Like, they ain't got rum? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? But otherwise, we had fun time and we had a uh, uh, we friend had, Victor show up. We had he a, hung uh, out with us. We hit the Blue Agave afterwards. And then Blue Agave, which I really liked. Um, when we were there, though, well, I think we were towards the end of our experience. Oh, yeah. No, our we were, experience. That, that was, we were, I mean, we made two stops for drinking. Well, I mean, we were at the first place. I mean, we did bring up a quite a big, decent tab. Yeah, the one thing I did, two things I learned from this trip. Mm. One I already kind of knew, but then the bartender kind of confirmed it for me is while Baltimore does have those 32 ounce beers that are crucial Mm. and good value, if you don't drink them fast, they get hot. Yeah, I mean, we've (laughs) always. He's like, you're better off just getting these smaller beers and crushing them. We've always said that. I agree. Um, But the Blue Agave place I really liked a lot. I tried a tequila sampler. How'd that work out for you? So it was my first time, one of the, it didn't say it was going to come with it, but one of the samples was a uh, Bloody Mary. Never had that. Always thought it sounded gross, but it was way better than I thought. It was actually quite good. (laughs) I don't know Mm. if I could drink a whole one. I imagine that would be really heavy in your stomach. Yeah, people who drink Bloody Marys are psychopaths. (laughs) But the three tequila shots were decent. But then then they had a lot of Mexican beers that I like on draft. What are are some of the Mexican beers? Because I only know two. Pacifico, Modelo. um, They had all the main ones. But, I mean, whenever you have those on draft, a lot of common bars might not necessarily have that. They had some others. Corona. Um, Well, yeah. I always forget Corona. Pacifico is always really good on draft. Um so is Modelo, to be honest. Yeah, Modelo's... Del- Everything's better on draft. The Miller Lights mm-hmm. I had at the first place were amazing. <laughs> uh, I Very like cold. I like the Blue Agave because when Victor ordered, he asked for another... Uh, I think he asked for another shot, but she poured another beer. And he like the tab was already paid. He was like, oh, no, 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 no. I meant another shot. And she was coming over with the beer. I was like, no, no, here, bring me up for the beer. I'll take the beer. She was like, no, no, just take it. And then she was like, and here, just take the shot. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then, at, like, right at the end, they gave us another shot on the house, like all three yeah, of us. We got a free shot, so shout so, out to Blue Agave. Yeah. Uh, we had a great time. I, I think, you know, if we were to go back, spend a little more time there because they were mm-hmm. really nice, really cool. It was really chill, just a good atmosphere. Yeah. They gave us, oh, free chips, salsa, and guac. You're a fucking child. But guac is never free. I don't eat it. I don't know why we got that. I don't know why. I mean, we got the free tequila shot, and 
I will say this. At the time we got the free tequila shot, none of us needed a free tequila shot. <laughs> well, when, when I got so the, it was kind of like not as excited as usual. I, I think I had another shot of tequila, though. I'm almost certain because I know when I had that first shot, I was like, I definitely don't need this. And then when we had the one on the way out, I knew I was no good. Was, like, I remember us walking. <laughs> we saw the bulldog. <laughs> like, and then you sent me a text later on. Man, I hope he's okay. <laughs> yeah, we, so we went to a walk to the actual Fed Hill. Um, we saw the Under Armour court, which is always a cool-looking court. One day I want to shoot around there. But yeah, we walked up on a bulldog just chilling. And I think we were tipsy enough that we were just like, huh, that's cool. <laughs> but well, no, he wasn't with anybody. Yeah, you wanted to walk up that fucking big-ass hill. I was like, fuck you. Walking up a hill. I could barely walk on a flat surface. You want to walk up a hill? And I'm fatting out of breath. Well, which is Fed Hill. Does this so, jiu-jitsu yeah. shirt make me look fat? So those familiar Fed Hill, we tried to walk up the fort, but LaDante walked around the fort. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not getting shot yeah, by Yeah, we came up on this bulldog just chilling. We should post his picture. But... Uh, well, do you have the picture. To, don't... Yeah. I have the picture of you in front of the turtle van. Oh, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, wasn't it like a mystery van <laughs> Yeah, because I was flipping through my phone. I was like, what the fuck is this? Who's this white dude in front of a van? In front of a white van. <laughs> trying to pick up kids. Free candy. Fucking weirdo. Um, but no, it was a fun time. I enjoyed it. I don't and know we when. We home pretty early, too. Well, that's we what left I, at like five? five uh, maybe even earlier. Uh, between four and five. Uh, I know I got home. Sarah had to go to work. And I had to do bedtime. Not we didn't a, ride the scooters, which you gotta do. Another time, another time. But it wasn't gonna be this time. Yeah, I'm glad we were planning to go even earlier than what we did. And I looked online, and most places were closed. So, like weekend, like Sunday, I know they're open earlier. Yep, because, Sundays were good. It was just because I definitely Monday. have gone up there and gotten like drunk at eleven o'clock in the morning. Well, I got there at ten thirty and got drunk at eleven. That was the other nice thing, though, too, of Monday, even though it was a holiday. I mean, we're, yeah. it was not crowded. No, not at all. It, it was, dude, it was close to perfect. I mean, if I were super rich and I have to go to work, I'd day drink every day. Probably in bed. <laughs> but, you know, I'd still day drink. This next beer, when you get to it, it's kind of surprising. I hate you. I know what the fuck. I just saw I, you pour it. I, I know, saw you it, pour it, it. It's like shockingly <laughs> surprising. All right. Uh, you know, well, like, let's talk about the NBA Finals because I want to get into that. Yeah, so this is uh, we now have three games played. Milwaukee just won game three, thank God. So we have a little bit of a series. But when, when's uh, game four? I believe it's tomorrow. You mean um, tonight? I'm not allowed to look at my phone or I'll get yelled at, but I think it's tomorrow. They played Sunday. Game three was Sunday. Oh, oh, we got no. I mean, we got the producer looking got at technology, <laughs> trying to watch some Netflix. Got cartoons. Um, well, Dante's got his pink iPad. I mean, there's a hidden person in the background. They could actually be helpful instead of just sitting oh. there eating. But you know, no big deal. Let me first check the Google. I don't want like going. Well, to I can Google. pull it up. You just yell no, at me. No, yeah, stop. No, get off your phone. But I could get it in one second. Yeah, but I gotta check, Look, make sure my Google hit. search ain't got porn. Boom. Nah, so, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, your signal down here is a little. Oh, look at that! Judge my internet. NBA Finals. Oh, look at that! I'm already there. When is Game Four? 
Oh, look at that. It's tomorrow. It is on Wednesday, actually. Oh. oh, oh, someone's using a shitty phone, and I use my awesome iPad, which belongs That's to my daughter. That's an iPad. Belongs oh. to my daughter. Oh, it is an iPad. I see. You got it in a case. Yeah, because I have a five-year-old who drops shit. <laughs> so, the case makes it look like a Fisher-Price iPad. <laughs> you know what that case also has? A handle so I can hit you with it. This isn't an abusive relationship. But um, I, I watched the game, but you're so, going to clearly have a lot more details in that than I did. I just saw that it was a 20-point win. Yeah, 120-100. Basically, there's been three games, and they all have not been close so far. We got 118-105, 118-108, which was the closest, game two, and 120-100. to 100. He's going to like this. He thinks he's not. I, I think I, I, I think you'll just despite me and be like, no, nah, I don't. But we'll see. It, it pleasantly surprised me of what's coming next. And Have you ever we, seen? We've, we've talked about what's coming. <clears throat> Have you ever seen so that meme of the, I can't remember what movie it's from, but the lady sitting there, she's clearly drunk. And it says, when I'm sitting at the kids' table at Thanksgiving, and then it says, you don't know shit about Disney. That's how I feel right now. And that's what I want to say to you. You know shit about Disney. I don't know. Maybe it's the ice cube. Or good beer, as you see what I'm fucking pouring. This is trash. This Man, is you're pre-checking. This is legalized piss. I, I drinkable yeah. piss. It's kind of refreshing piss. <laughs> Alright, anyhow, NBA, NBA finals. Alright, so yeah, we got Suns are up two to one. Game Wednesday. Um I mean, I hope we have a game seven. That's all I want. Um, you know, we predicted the Suns. I'm kind of pulling for the Bucks in a way. I just like Giannis. And by the way, I mean, he scored 40 back-to-back games. I mean, he's trying his ass off. So I always like that. I think he's a good dude. Yeah, he seems like a um, good dude. It's pretty funny. Um, and just to be fair, I want the Suns to win. But okay. I think the Bucks will oh, win, actually. Okay. So, well, what happened game three? Or, though, I'm sorry, was... let me rephrase that. I think the Bucks might be a slightly better team. To say what happened game three, what was the difference? The Bucks are clearly the bigger team. Suns are better guards, faster, better ball handlers. Um, surprisingly, not necessarily better shooters. Um, the Bucks actually make more threes than them. Um, but uh, their size was the big difference. I think, from what I see, they t- second chance points was 20 to 2. Mm. That tells you they were just dominating mm. inside. That, actually, the stats, everything Milwaukee dominated. There was not a close game. Um, so we got three unclosed games. So, I mean, and all three teams have won at home. So we might. If anything, maybe I hope that uh, Game 7 ends up being the close game. I, I would hope. I, like, I hope somewhere along the line we just get close games, you know, otherwise. I don't know, I've just never been a big fan of, like, in any sport, whether it be football, basketball, baseball, fighting. I'm not a fan of just one team just completely obliterating the other. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are picking the Suns in six. 
The worst thing that would happen, in a way, would be that it goes all seven games, but all seven games are blowouts. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like <laughs> that'd just be ridiculous. It, it, I don't know. I just I feel like and that just the home doesn't, team wins every game. I feel like that just doesn't tell me anything. No. Know? So I don't know. So that's where we are, though. Um, so who we got for uh, game four? I'm going Bucks. It's at home. I, I mean, I want them to win. I did lose my initial bet picking the Bucks. Yeah, where are my two dollars? Yeah, I owe you two bets. I lost to another member of the Clompton Social Club and lost five dollars to Neps on the McGregor fight, and I lost. It's questionable what I owe on Juan. He said double or nothing, but I was like, "Where are we at?" <laughs> yeah. Like, no, trust I, me, I cash my tab out just so I yeah, make sure I don't I asked, get lost. Is it? What's funny is I think it's eleven dollars. So it's like, are we at eleven? I think at one point we used to do that, you and I. And once it got to double digits, it was cash out. I believe. I don't, I don't think debt. at yeah, any yeah. point we ever got to the double digits for a cash out though. I do owe you two bucks. And I want them both. Sooner and you're going to buy a lottery ticket. That's going to turn into... We're about to have a warehouse where we can record it. <laughs> I'm going to have a warehouse where I can record well, it. Come. <laughs> you can come knock on the door and say, can I come in? <laughs> it's like, like, I mean, nah, it's going to be like how I met you. I'm going to put the microphone outside the hey, door like, just talk from here. Hey, you want to play basketball? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think for game four, I think the Bucks going to take it. And I think it'll be closer. But I think... I also said that about game one and two, and it was closer by three points. <laughs> so, same deal. I think game four is going to be closer, so it might not be a 20-point blowout, but it might be a 16-point blowout, but either way. Yeah, they got to use their size. Giannis is trying to win, will his way into victory. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. When you got someone like him, he's like, fuck it, I'm taking over. And, you know, he's got to do what he's got to do. He's a beast. Um you know what was funny was thinking about him. If I was joking to my friend of like, as a Wizards fan, unfortunately, it's like we should trade Russell Westbrook for Giannis, which would never happen. But then I was like, actually, they're pretty put up pretty similar numbers, which has made me realize how good Westbrook is. It's like he puts up numbers like a Giannis type player, but. Um, I would much rather have Giannis. I mean, he's better defensively. But yeah. Westbrook shoots straight bricks. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, does Giannis at times. Yeah, Giannis yeah. knows what he can can't do though. If you don't shoot, you never make him. <laughs> I saw a funny meme with Ben Simmons of just like it was like talking about Ben Simmons winning an ESPY award for. And I was like, what would he win an SB award? And I said, for charity. And then when I'm initially <laughs> watching the video, I'm like, okay, maybe he does do stuff for charity. I didn't think that's how he was, but maybe. And then it cut to all these houses being built with bricks. It's <laughs> 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 like, ah, gotcha. Clever. Clever. Actually, with that being what it is, again, we had a pretty big sports weekend, SBs for this weekend. I don't know who won what, so we're not going to go into it. I didn't it. even know. We had, could be could be one uh, fighter of the year, MMA fighter of the year. So I guess now they're just like making it like that, not just fighter, but now they're basically saying MMA boxer, you know, whatever. Um, Was he there? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I just saw Daniel Cormier post the picture of you know just the still picture 
not of Khabib at the ESPYs. I couldn't imagine Khabib going to the ESPYs. I can't either. That's why I was curious. <laughs> they said, Khabib, you've won MMA fighter to your sin location. I'll smash your boy. I'll smash you. A smash your trophy. Well, what, what, what does this mean? <laughs> what this is, means nothing. What is this? This this means nothing. This means nothing to me. I put this in my trash. <laughs> I drink my vodka out of this. No, he actually doesn't drink, which is... he's a, He would be he, cool if he drank, though. He's a fucking beast, dude. He might be my favorite fighter of all time. Like, Carlos Condit is one of my favorite fighters of all time. But... I don't know. Khabib might be the one. I did see Khabib make this funny joke. I think it was something like he said, I want to make enough money to tell people that money's not everything or something like that. I, I think I get what he was trying to say. Like language barrier. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Just the I'll Smasher boy made me a fan. Yeah. You know, the way he says that shit is Smasher boy. I mean, his, the way he says that too is... So much supreme confidence. And scary. Like he's not trying to be funny. Yeah, he's he literally has the entire crowd booing him. And he's like, I'm going to smash your boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's telling you, like, uh, this isn't even goodness. a challenge at all. Yeah. He was right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, again. But, oh, okay. Before, like, you know, let's go into this beer first. And then we're just going to, we're going to fucking jump into it. So we've talked about doing this. This is a pre- prestigious I'm beer I'm not here. drinking another one of these. Oh. I will drink any of those other IPAs. Better than I thought. I'm about to go get one of those Bud Light Platinums. So this beer comes... I actually thought it was from Ireland, but it's not at all. But our next, next topic is... Right, and that's why I got it. It was for Connor. But then I'm like, damn, who's a... So... We got Proper 12 back there behind the TV. We might have to do one shot of Proper 12 for Connor. We could do one. Mickey's Fine Malt Liquor. We've talked about it. Legendary. Um, If anything, in our past, I used to bring this to Dante's house back in the day when we'd play spades. Um, Because it was the cheapest available option. Well, (laughs) part of it was I'd always like the logos Mickey's had... um, me being a House of Pain fan, that's where your logo actually came from. Instead of Fine Malt Liquor, it says Fine Malt Lyrics. Um, that was clever. But yeah, and then Mickey switches it up, and for some reason, they don't come in 40s. They gotta be the one that comes in a 32. 32 of and then they used to also make the little grenades, yeah, which was like a Mickey's thing. Um, they got the little B now as the logo. So it's a malt liquor. You know, beer connoisseurs probably frown upon that. I, I actually Googled what malt liquor means because i was like what is malt liquor it's basically an american lager that's above five percent so a strong american lager is malt liquor it's not that really it's not any special style besides it's strong saying that it's not as strong as you would think um mickey's is 5.6 so it, it passes. passes your thing. So, it I passes. Think it's, so it's guaranteed a five. I will say this. This tastes better than I was expecting. No, it doesn't. I, I thought it was going to be a three. It's not a three. But I'm also drinking mine of ice, so it's incredibly cold. So it's like very smooth and very cold. It does make the difference. 
Oh, excuse me. He took yeah, a sip and I took a It has a burp. malt liquor taste to it. Dude. Of the malt liquors, I think this is the best no, one. It's not. You are absolutely fucking full of What's shit. What's better than it? Code 45 at least. Well, we're going to have to do Colt 45. But you know what? I can tell you it's way better than Steel Reserve. I promise you it is. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we do this? Not next episode. We, we got something else planned for next episode. Um, two, two or three episodes down. Let's get some OE. Some Mickey's. Okay. Colt 45. Uh, Steel Reserve. King Cobra. Red Bull. We're not crushing them all. But we are going to taste test them okay. all that night. And I'm going to let you know right now, Mickey's is fucking drinkable piss. This is fucking horrible. You want my score? Wait, 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 wait. All right. So, yeah, it's basically a lager. There's, I feel like it's a light taste. There's not much of a taste. Um, I like the color. Yeah, it smells like piss. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying was to pump it, uh, it up a little more From that movie Sweeney Todd Where they open up the, the miracle elixir He goes, what is this? This looks like piss Yeah, it smells like piss No, this is piss uh, So we've done mostly A lot of microbrews we're getting, we're getting a decent count though I like that mm. um, So what would you give it? Because Honest. of the, the alcohol count I'm going to give it at least a five. It's like really easily drinkable. But yeah, you're, I mean, the taste is It's definitely not good. <laughs> no, no, for sure. But it's almost like, you know, when you take shots of like, what can you tolerate? Um, so as we are passing off from our fine malt Irish. Well, let me give it a score real Liquor. quick. You gave it... Oh, you didn't give it a score yet. No, so I'm giving it at least a five. But what's your score? What's at your least final? a five. Well, we've got to give it a final score. At least a five. Just five? I didn't stutter. One. I didn't stutter. Just five. All right. It's five. Simple. It's lucky I got that. I'm going to go five. It's better than that sour don't, beer. Don't, Do you remember the don't. sour beer? That mm. one was bad. And that got like an upper five for me. Uh, no, it, we did it, one sour beer. It definitely could not have gotten an upper anything for me. It probably definitely got a. I four think you got it. Give it a four. I'm gonna give this a five point nine. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. Fair, that's gross. And with but. that, it was kind of dedicated to Connor because the one of their logos has shamrocks on it. But then I find out it's just freaking Miller product brewed in Wisconsin. Well, cheers, Hooker. My glass is empty, but you know, there you go. So. Moving right along and staying in the theme of trash Irish things. <laughs> no, not what? Connor's trash. Not Mickey's. <laughs> it gave us one good thing. The greatest rap logo of all time. Oh, jeez. All right. So moving right along, we're just going to jump. It, we're going to jump right into the UFC 264 discussion. But before we do that, in honor... Of Connor's stubby leg that's broken. The notorious, I mean. Yo, but I love that Duran Duran. Notorious, notorious. Yeah. Yo, that shit. It is was kind of so funny. Tight. How old was the guy that came up to watch the fight? Not to mention names or anything, but. Oh, coach? Because he had no idea that 
he thought that was a special song for Connor. No, um, he is, I want to say 35, 34. Oh, he should know better. But he thought, he was like, yo, that's kind of tight how he has his own theme song. Like, no, that song's an old song. Yeah. And it was sampled by B. He didn't look like he knew what B.I.G. would be, though. He, he does. I, I will give him that much credit. Don't spill it on so my computer. We're taking a What's shot that? of pro- Proper 12. Some of us aren't. <laughs> oh. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. That's why I lost. That's smooth. <laughs> how did nothing happen? <laughs> oh, wow. Our producer didn't have anything happen to theirs. Trash. You got a beer and I could wash this down with. <laughs> you got Mickey's. Fuck you. <laughs> Should yeah. have dropped it in Mickey's. Yeah. yeah. No, that. Ooh. <laughs> that might help everything. That That's good. That's good. That's What, what are you doing? <clears throat> Fucking getting carried away. Mm. Oh. That's terrible, too. So I'm not sure if the sour beer or Mickey's is going to be the last, but it's going to be pretty close. Oh, yeah. All right, so we're going to jump right into this. UFC 264. So the big talk is going to be Connor. so I, want, I do want to go through this card because the card was a very interestingly fun card. Um, and like, like not spending a lot of time on these things, just kind of yeah. skipping I mean, through. Some of the fights... We- there's a few things I would just want to call out, like the first fight. Yeah, Sean O'Malley fighting uh, the one dude, uh, Chris. Um, I can't Mount- even, uh, Mateo. He shouldn't have been in this pay-per-view. Yo, no, nah, man. He had good defense. He blocked every shot with his face. Yeah, so <laughs> I've literally never seen a bo- or any type of fighter not even attempt to move out of the way or block a punch. Um I did look up the stats. I believe he got hit 200 times in in three rounds, which is incredibly I thought it was high. higher, much higher <laughs> than that. I thought it was. Uh, I know That's because the, it was the, in the third round years. stopped a little early. So. Yeah. But, yeah, I think in the first round, he, it was like almost 90 punches. Herb was like, look, I'm going to let, like, let's stop this fight. He already took 200 unanswered shots. Yeah, Herb, 200 too late, buddy. So we don't know what this, I mean, it was his first. UFC debut. Yeah, his, his he, I mean, he was clearly outclassed. But the biggest thing was just why was he not even attempting to move? I I don't know. And, I, some, and some to give him are... credit, and it was funny. I've seen some things like he was like a walking zombie. Yeah, he, he was tough. He was tough. And that you know, there's Definitely a lot to tough. be spoken about. He didn't that. want the fight to be stopped. Um, but I mean, he was just getting. I mean. Clipped left and right. It's he like, walked in the punch, punch, punch. You know, it's like Coach Mark said, though. Um, we've got fighters <laughs> that would have done far better. Not like specifically at our gym, but like within our camps. I mean, he didn't even flinch, which was really odd. Like, yeah, that was he was freaky. just straight eating punches and <laughs> just continuously coming forward without hardly any type of head movement. He so, had his hands up, but he wasn't really blocking anything. I mean, so there's something to be said about that, though. But it didn't work on Shane O'Malley, obvi- or Sean O'Malley, obviously. Um, Roy McDonald, who is now in the PFL, uh, used to find UFC. He fought Robbie Lawler, and one of the things he said about Robbie Lawler going into that fight was like, there was an aura about Robbie Lawler, this intimidation factor, but he wasn't going to let it get to him. He was going over this in an interview recently because the anniversary of that fight was um, on Sunday. He was like, there was a point in the fight where 
I had him down and I just started raining elbows on him. And he started laughing at me. And that threw me out the fight. And I, I wonder if this kid kind of, because I do that though in jujitsu. Yeah, I mean, when people start choking me, I start laughing. And they, I mean, they end up letting go because they're like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? I do remember just where my major was exercise science of hearing those fights are actually the most dangerous though of, of like course. permanent damage because yeah. I mean he got hit 200 times in three rounds like mm. straight a UFC fighter punches to the face <laughs> those are little gloves four ounce gloves yeah <laughs> so while he probably does have an amazing chin because I think he buckled twice he buckled at the end when the fight stopped um I mean he he had nothing though to offer no, I mean, but kudos to him for taking the fight on short notice. Yeah, I hope so, he made decent money, and I hope he recovers. I, I heard, but. yeah, he got he got a, a performance of the night bonus, so okay, <laughs> which is uh, I believe seventy five thousand. There so, you go. I mean, that's, good for that's fucking him. Decent money, yeah. And that's not even counting his his money to show up. He probably got twelve. I'm sure so, he's sitting chilling right now. With some ice packs. Yeah, there was a, a picture of him eating a burger right afterward, face all swollen. So I told on the previous episode when I met Pacquiao in his hotel room, the hotel I was staying at was also where the fighters were staying at. So after the fight, there was this one Puerto Rican fighter who who destroyed his fight. He won very huge. It was very strange as he was in my elevator going back to his room by himself. And I was like, damn, he's by himself. Then we run into another fighter that lost, and we're... We are with his kind of like his entourage, and we hear like basically they like they got to keep them up. Like it's not safe for a fighter to sleep that night, yeah. if especially if they lost, like got knocked out. Um, um excuse me. But yeah, it was it was interesting just seeing. I felt bad for the Puerto Rican guy. He won by a knockout, and he's not hanging out with anybody. <laughs> I mean, I should have. I was I was tempted to be like. Uh, yeah, you want to go out? But that was the trip I didn't have a ID, so I wouldn't have been able to do anything. <laughs> you should have did it anyway. Hey, you trying to go get a drink? Trying to get a burger. <laughs> and then just kind of fucking like, hey, you got this? <laughs> yeah, it was, like I lost my it was strange to see. He, he, he took care of business. I mean, he won. And then everyone else is with the entourage. Well, good for them. If you were a pro fighter, you think, and you fought in Vegas... And you won. Mm-hmm. What do you think you'll do after? To be honest, like you probably nothing. Just going. Like back I mean, to the room. you know me. I'm real chill. I mean, yeah, I'd probably go back to the room. I mean, like I've never been to Vegas. I was supposed to go and uh, coach a tournament with the kids once, but COVID, so that got canceled out. But it, even with that, that would have just been business anyway. It wouldn't have been like go there, let's party. Yeah, you know with. 10 year olds I think <laughs> just go running a strip like come on kiddo I think if I was a UFC fighter and I got that big payday and I won I'd be so pumped up that if y'all are with me we're going out <laughs> I mean but that's that's you if, if that's me and I you know got the win bonus I'm excited and I'm probably gonna say I don't know it's hard to say because I'm not there but I would think that you know my demeanor is always what it is i'm pretty chill we're gonna go to a shitty bar if i won i'm gonna buy you all we're i mean we're gonna buy at the bar what would i buy at the bar 
No, I'm gonna buy oh. out the bar. Oh, I was like, what would I buy at the bar? I tell you what I buy at the bar. I was like, what's that drink you got there on the bottom shelf? Yeah, it's got dust on it. I want that one. Is that that's cheap, right? Give me that. Son, you just want a bunch of money. I know, and I want to keep it, bitch. <sighs> Guess I'm no fun. Fuck you guys. So anyhow, like Dante wins ten thousand. He's like, hey, you guys want a shot of Pepe Lopez tequila? Yeah. Fuck you. You didn't win ten thousand. I did. You're lucky I'm giving you anything. No, I would do it, but I'd be like, all right. (laughs) Um. All right. So the next fight on the car was uh the the ladies' fight. Um, Irene Aldana versus Yana, uh, Kuniskaya. Kuniskaya. This is the last fight I got right. Um, so I knew Irene would go in there and just put work on, um, Yana, but I, I like to pick Yana cause she's a big, sturdy, beautiful blonde woman. And I'm like, she, she, she's got to win this one. Right. Right. She did not. She, no, no. That was a run. She one, got, but you know, you know what was good though? Her blonde hair in the contrast of the blood. So from you, her face. Are you a blonde hair guy? Not really, but I like her. Blonde hair. It, it, I don't know. There's something about her blonde hair and her blue eyes that I really, really dig. But otherwise, I don't really like blondes. They're, they're fucking dumb. <laughs> I so. did read something like blondes are now like one of the least attractive people. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, they're fucking beautiful creatures. But people are beautiful. But like, I think people in general prefer dark hair now, dark eyes. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. blonde hair, blue eyes went hey, out of style. You know what that is? Fucking hipsters. That's what they are. Fucking hipsters. Blonde hair, blue eyes, when I style, which guess what I am. Like, yeah, I guess. We gotta take y'all back Although, and shoot you. I just cut my hair real short so people don't notice. I mean, I cut my hair because I got some grays coming in, but that's not why I cut it, actually. We, I cut we, it because... We did learn you don't cut your pubes. Yeah, so what? I got bald so hair. So you cut the gray hair on top, but not... Because I don't walk around with my nuts hanging out. <laughs> you don't? I mean, not recently. I mean, a month ago, yeah. Sometimes, I mean, you gotta let them out. I had to run into fucking uh, Sam's Club. Butt naked. Said, look at my balls. Nah. Well, look um, at my gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. But, nah, that, it, it, I'm always fascinated with... Um, Irene Aldana, anyway, she's she's moving up the ranks, and then I, I just hope she continues to do yeah, well. Yeah, she won and very convincingly. Yeah, it wasn't even good. wasn't even close. It was a so. round one TKO, round one beating. So, uh, like, yeah, like I said, I don't want to spend a lot of time here. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's, go. let's move to the next one. Next one. The next one is one that I want to spend some time on. Oh, you do? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, you know, you why. might want to spend more time than the fight lasted. <laughs> <laughs> so you know why I want to spend time here. Well, I mean, Greg Hardy's an asshole. Well, we got a convicted woman hitter. Had some cocaine, which I'm not going to hate him on that. I mean, party up, son. But, come on, son. Like, and the thing is, he, you know, I, I remember posting something in a friend of ours growing up. He made a comment. He was like, I met him, you know, out somewhere, Vegas, we'll say Vegas. He was like, and, you know, honestly, what I got the impression of was a dude who made some mistakes was trying to turn his life around. And maybe, maybe. But, dude, you're hitting women. Yeah, like, I mean, that's different. That's Yeah, <laughs> like, you, you made a clear choice to hit a woman. Not just a woman, but, you know, it's reportedly at least four. So, yep. so I'm glad that um, homeboy from New Zealand knocked his block off. Although, I mean, he, he got clipped, too. Isn't it crazy? Like, I mean, 
Ooh. There could be special, special cases where, like, a girl and you're obliterated drunk and she's, like, swinging on you and you do something to defend yourself. Like the Ray Rice thing. He just straight clocked her in the elevator. Like, yeah. There's a reason Not he's even never going to be yeah, in That was a two-piece, for yeah, sure. There's no reason he... There, there's a reason he's never going to be in the NFL again. That no, was so... Oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, that's something I always wanted to say to all the Raven fans. Yeah. He kind of sucked. His yeah. last few years. He, he was on the decline anyway. It was like, let him play. Like, like but mm, okay. what he did is like, you can't blame like, oh, he had a bad night. How <laughs> many bad nights I've had? I didn't come home and two-piece my yeah. wife. Yeah. I, and then drag her out of the elevator. <laughs> no, not just drag. He like gave her the foot nudge like, you don't get up? You all right? <laughs> he only dragged her out because he thought he, was in, like, he had to get her out of the elevator. <laughs> yeah. But, um. But no, the one thing that I really enjoyed about the knockout too with Greg Hardy besides the fact that he got knocked out and it was clear he didn't know where he was. He was on Queer Street. He was like he didn't. Oh, when we saw it live, I thought it was stopped early. Mm-hmm. Then the replay, like, oh, he's out. Yeah, he was gone. But uh, homeboy came out to Spice Girls, and not only did oh, he come God out, damn not it. only did he come out to Spice Girls, but he was singing along God on the way damn up it, to I the cage. I forgot about that. Like he might be my new favorite fighter. Let me let me get his name correct here because I've seen him fight a few times, but I always butcher his name. Oh, plus I'm blind. Um, yeah, I, I have his name in front of uh, me. Tuvasa. I don't say it. Uh, Tay. Tu- uh, I think What's it's his Tay. first name. Tay. Tay or Ty, uh, but last name Tuvasa for sure. So um, Tuvasa, love you, dude. I'm a, I'm actually tagging this. When he came out to Spice Girls Wannabe, my heart couldn't have been happier <laughs> until until the main event. Uh, well, until he knocked out Greg Hardy. And I was like, oh my goodness, it just keeps getting better. We've talked about this before, entrance music. And you've had some interesting ones over the years of what you said. Dude, my shit changes from the day funny, to day. Yeah, the, one of the more funny ones you said was, I touch myself. Yeah, fuck with people. Um, there was a funny thing, Rory McDonald, again, as we mentioned him earlier. So the UFC, they'll call you. they ask you, um, what do you want your fight song to be, your walkout song to be? So he changed his phone number, but he never let the UFC know that he changed his number. So I think they text, maybe, however it went. I think they called. That's what it was. They called. They spoke to someone. I guess they don't recognize voices. They talked to a bunch of people, whatever. And they asked, what do you want your fight song to be? So they said, MC Hammer, you can't touch this. And I remember the fight that he came out to that. He didn't flinch. He didn't budge, but he just kept walking out. But I'm pretty sure it was like, what the fuck is this? Now, at the time, MC Hammer was going into the fight promoting, uh, you know, like being the manager type deal game. And I, I think he might have actually been one of Hammer's fighters, I think. So that was my first one. I was like, oh, like big shout out to MC Hammer there coming out to his song. You got your, your client out there using your music, son. Now, the next time he had a fight, several months later, they did the same thing. They called the ex to get um, the, the song. So they tried to get Britney Spears, Baby Hit Me One More Time. <laughs> but they couldn't get the rights to do it. So they tried to call back, left a voicemail, couldn't get a hold of him. So they bumped into him in the uh, performance center or wherever it was. They bumped into him somewhere and said, hey, um, just so you know, we couldn't get the rights to use uh, baby hit me one more time for your walkout song. And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? 
So that's pretty If funny. you were a fighter, are you the type, in all actuality, and we've joked about this over the years, would you want a get hype song, funny song, or a laid back song? Probably laid back. Like when I go to train, I actually listen to a lot of like R and B. Like like I listen to a lot of Sade on the way to training. Yeah, that's so. That's actually quite interesting to me because it's the complete opposite of me. It's like I like I get hype. Like I think it's it's almost like it's the opposite of my personality when I play sports. It's like I'm super laid back, super chill. But then sports, I get I honestly get overly competitive. Yo, we played volleyball the other day, and I got picked almost in the last round. Yo, I let them know. <laughs> you fucking suck. <laughs> no, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, well, no, so for me, I need to walk in calm. But once we're on the mat training, and they like, start playing like hip-hop and rock, that works for me then, because now I'm in the moment. But going in, because I, I have panic attacks before I train every single time. I still have a hard time, just because I know when, I'm going into something that's in risky. The, basketball back in high school there was this summer league i mean i i broke my knee my senior year um but there was this summer league i was playing in and it was really weird is that every school in howard county played the same night at hcc so it actually attracted a very big crowd because every school was playing um and i used to get so anxious that I, I couldn't do the warm-ups. Like, I didn't, I just needed to play. Like, I can't do this warm-up. Like, people watching me do a layup drill. Like, for some reason, I was, like, self-conscious about that. And I was just like, and the coaches used to hold me back and just be like, like, I would have so much energy of just, like, I need to just play. Like, I can't do these. The the weight in between is, the anxiety was killing me. And then it was weird as though when I got slightly older. That didn't bother me at all. Um, well, that was kind of like, you know, when we were in the rec league, that was one of the things for me. Like, I couldn't fucking score to save my life. But, like, defensively, I'm, like, all over the place. I had to run. I had to burn that energy off. Like, I remember there was um one game when we played against the former Colompton team, Bullets, and they had oh, one, the of, Red Rockets. one of our teammates' older brothers, yep. who was a beast. You know, just, you told me, just, just shadow him. Just run with him. Everywhere he goes, don't let him get the ball. And I was like, Dill, I can do that, that. That was the thing with our team was I was trying to build a team, too, of, like, our strengths. Like, all right, this guy's a scorer. This guy's not. This guy can run, though. We used to have, oh, I guess I shouldn't say names. Yeah, let's not. But <laughs> Find ways around it. I did. <laughs> Palix Sudman. You remember him? Jesus. Dude. He was like a soccer player, but he was big. Yeah, I know who you're talking great... about, but you may as well just have said his fucking name at that point. He was a good defender. I loved having him on our team. He was on our team for years. Yeah. And he was not a basketball player, but it was yeah. like, Alex. Uh, Smellix. <laughs> I'm not fucking editing any of that out. You're Jalix. fucking this up for me. Gianni. Jeez, <laughs> oh, fucking Luigi. All right, so we'll anyhow. We'll call him Luigi. So, so anyhow. Luigi. Go right, guard, right, and right. then with you, same thing was like, you like to guard people kind of like football style. So it was yeah. like, I think you were a better off the ball defender than on the ball defender. No, well, yeah, that was because well, so, that was, it was like point. football. You told so me like, don't let him get the yeah, ball. Just don't let him get the ball. So you would chase him. Um, I think there was one point he actually he didn't push me down, but he shoved me pretty hard, <laughs> and like 
I went into hyperspeed and like flew up on. I was like, nope. Because you'd be surprised of like how flustered someone can get if you're playing like mm-hmm. really crazy defense. Um, who was it? There was someone. This might have been one of our Tuesday games. I was playing on them tight like that, and they finally got the ball, and they swung the ball trying to hit me. And I remember I like like kind of dodged back and smiled at them. I was like, "Woohoo, what's up?" <laughs> um, but that's just fuck them. So let, let, we're, we're getting far. We're getting far out. Let's so, um, go to the next fight. Greg Hardy got knocked out by a dude who came out to Spice Girls. I love every it. fucking second well, of Dante it. Dante just likes the Spice Girls. Yeah, I actually got do. It. I do. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Who's your favorite Spice Girl? Oh, so it changed over the years. It Same. was Sporty Spice. Oh, really? It yeah. was. But I got to say, Pasha's really hot. <laughs> is she, though? She was. <laughs> I don't know if she is now. Was she, though? It was I mean, between those two. She's bitch spice to me. She, no, she was. Fuck, she had no purpose in that band. She was at. She was just standing there one day, and they they had four girls like, "Hey, we need somebody in this band. You want to be in the band?" She was like, "Okay, cool." And like when you watch every video, every song, she does nothing but stand there. She might talk every so often. I mean, who were the lead singers? So, so I, it was. Even though I liked Posh, she wasn't the greatest. No, she vocalist. she was definitely on the end. So people used to thought it was Ginger. Oh, Ginger! I forgot about her. But you know who the actual lead is. And this is from extensive research, uh, listening to it. Scary? Nope. Or Baby? No, she was second. Scary was second. Sporty. Sporty had the strongest voice in that group. Like, she clearly... was always playing a back role. No, actually, no. To me, in the so, video, she was. So, in the video, yes. But listening to those songs, and then watching the videos. Because I have a five-year-old daughter who likes the Spice Girls. I'm already a fan, but she loves Spice Girls. So, we fucking listen to it a lot. Sporty is carrying that group probably 80% of the time. And then Scary. This then... is not on our board. <laughs> Fuck off. Bitch, you talked about Columbton basketball for like 40 minutes. I know. I will. <laughs> well, not that long. But still. But anyhow, it's Sporty. I did like Sporty, though, back in their... When they were in their prime, that's the yeah. one I actually... So did I. I like, I like Sporty. And... I like... It flipped between Sporty and Ginger because Ginger, red hair. Yeah. But then as I got older, I realized I like Black Spice. <laughs> you didn't realize that to your old really. Well, no, no, because I started really like paying attention. It's like she's got that energy. So the thing is, so on their second album, they did the video for uh, "Spice Up Your Life," but it was like a like she had that like raspy voice. So she had a like she partied. <laughs> she she had a unique voice, but it was still when it was time to go, she she made it work. But uh, in the video for uh, "Spice Up Your Life," or at least the, like from the movie. They put Ginger all the way on the end because I think she was taking all the focal from everybody else. You can see Ginger still going with all this energy because I think she was like, I'm down here. I'm going to still get the attention. But um, but as I got older, I realized, I was like, dude, I, like Sporty Spice, like, you know, she's got the voice. She carries it. And then uh, Black Spice, whatever her name is, Mel, Mel B. Mel B. She um, was on the, what do you call it, the America's Got Talent. I she guess. I don't watch that. <laughs> But I listen. To I don't Spice either. Girls. But it comes up in freaking TikTok. Recommended, yeah. yeah that's fucking trash. Stuff too. like that. But um, but then you know, uh, um, Mel B. Her voice is fucking strong as hell too. Then Ginger, then Baby. Ginger and Baby kind of flip flop. But Posh is definitely the the uh, last chair. I remember last really chair liking in, uh, in in high school band. Looks wise, 
<sighs> looks Same wise, wise I, I probably could. I, I'm not really crazy about her looks either. What? I mean, she she was dating I don't, Beckham. Okay, he's a beautiful dude. Like she's not hot by proxy of him. He's fucking she's beautiful. Better than baby. I don't think so. Baby was little thickums, and I like that. Well, what do they look like now? Because They're this was a fine. thing I would consider. I'm betting Ginger didn't age well. Uh, they all actually age pretty well for the I've most part. I've seen Scary Spice. That's who you're calling Black Spice. No, her name's Black Spice. Dude, just learn their names. Posh looked good no, the last time doesn't. I saw her, but she it's looks been like years. Trash. Looks like trash. Um, this no is a way. shitty picture. I can't really tell. No, no, no. I got it already. See, pulled if we up, had bitch. a producer that could pull up our screen, like on Joe Rogan. Is this? Oh come on! I can't really. I, Posh I is the best. Oh, I do like that sloppy look, but Black Posh Spice. Is the best. No, Black Spice is killing it right now. No, Posh is the easily best. Black look Spice is killing it. First off, you, like you're racist. Number one. What's funny is well, let me actually, see. actually, Lesbian Spice looks pretty cute over there next to Black Spice. Ginger looks better than I thought she would. Usually, redheads don't age well. Who's Ginger? That, that, wait, which one? I didn't see. She's it. not a redhead in this. Well, picture. then she doesn't count anymore. No, she looks all right. I mean, she looks like she's aged, but I mean, everyone ages. But she's giving a confused look. But I bet and she's you, still the cutest. No, she looks no. like. Why am I with these people? <laughs> I'm willing to bet green money. Well, they all probably pay for their looks. But Black oh, Spice. Oh yeah, when you have money, you look way hotter. <laughs> Black Spice, Lesbian Spice, Bitch Spice. And it's a toss-up. No. Yeah. Wait, which one? Who's Producer. that in the middle? Who's in the middle? I need that. That's Ginger. Quit, quit turning the shit away from me, bitch. Oh, really? There's I'm... no way. Okay, no, then Ginger is rocking it. Sporty I thought Spice that was Ginger. is better than okay, so... Posh on this picture. Yeah. Posh she... looks like she doesn't know what she's doing. Exactly. she's there. Exactly. Look she her looks the makeup. hottest. Her makeup looks like fucking dog shit. That's what it is. She looks like... Tr- she's still a beautiful woman, but in comparison she's to that hot. group, she's number... She's so I'm gonna go she's one, one. I'm gonna go two, I'm gonna go three, four, five. Sorry, baby spice, but I'm gonna go one, man. two. Your, your fucking rank is a dog shit, dude. She does I don't think scary spice in this. She's she got her age well. Well, I so I want that. so we gotta drop her down now. Fuck. She's five. <laughs> I think she almost went blind because of her herpes. We're spreading like that, like super rumors, but we only got like five listeners. But so <laughs> what does it matter? I say what I fucking want. As long as I don't say this on Off The Mats, where I got 12 <laughs> listeners. All right, so anyhow. I like the, Posh. Uh, you can like Posh all you want. Looks-wise, not, not saying-wise. I mean, oh, no, she's definitely a trash singer. She doesn't even sing. <laughs> like, she talks. She doesn't even sing. She's like a, a dude from Boys and Men, bass. He, he ain't even singing. He just, he just come on there and say some words. Because we got like, the end of the road. Boom. I think he's not in the band. One of them was not in the band anymore. I think it's him. Yeah, probably him, because he ain't really do shit. He just talked. I and mean, walked around with a cane. What's funny <laughs> is he did the bass line, basically, for vocals. When I was in the marching band in high school, I didn't want to be in the marching band. Like, I was pissed that I was in the marching band in high school. Is I didn't have the music, so I didn't know what to play. So what I did when I was marching, I played my own bass line of what I thought it should sound like. Nice. So... And I was playing the trumpet, which is the melody. So I'm probably supposed to be some kind of melody, but I would just walk around going, doom, doom, doom. 
All right. So and I also did not march to the beat. Oh, I also got a E in band because I got caught playing basketball in the gym during the halftime show. <laughs> Fuck them. They don't deserve you. So, but um, I told my mom I didn't sign up for marching band. I signed up for concert band. Uh, fuck them all. Let's go to the all next right. fight. Next fight was um. This is the best fight the, of the night. The co-main event for sure was the best fight. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson versus Gilbert Burns. It was a fun fight, and it was more entertaining than expected for uh, Wonderboy because a lot of times he's a he's a karate point fighter, so. He's just trying to strike and like back up, and it. A lot of people get kind of bored with it, but Gilbert Burns shut that shit down. He was like, "Fuck yeah!" Me. And he he did what needs to be done to a fighter like that, though. You need to press them. You you can't just you know let them have their way. You got to give them adversity, and see if, if they fight through it, then then they earned yeah. it. But if you're too scared to run, you know, run up on them, you know, then you know they're just gonna keep picking you apart. Yeah, I mean, Thompson's a weird fighter. Yeah. He's a little unorthodox. He's a little hard to plan for. But I was looking at the, you know, final stats. I mean, Burns landed mm-hmm. double, more than double the hits. So, I mean, Burns clearly won the so, fight. Yeah, he definitely won. I will say while, good. while watching it, I thought Burns won it, but I was like, mm, I'm like Because Wonderboy does, his punches are like. Uh, they got some flair to him. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah, he like he. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, Burns definitely earned that win. I wanted Wonder Boy to win because I wanted him to get a title shot. I want Usman to fight someone besides another repeat. Right now, the way the uh, the welterweight division looks, Usman's probably going to fight Kobe Covington in a rematch, which could be a fun fight because I I love the first fight. I still go back and watch it quite often. It's hard to say who was really winning that fight before they stopped it in the fifth. But it'd be interesting to see that fight. But I would have loved to have seen Wonder Boy versus, versus Usman and see how Usman addresses that. Probably the same way that uh, Gilbert Burns did, though. That he decision pressed was action. unanimous, right? Correct, yes. So, And I thought, I thought it maybe possibly would have gone. One of the judges would have given it to Wonder Boy. But nah, it was uh, 29-28 across the board, which you know I, I think was the right score. You know, whichever way you cut it. But I, I feel like Burns definitely won that fight. Not much more to say there. Let's move on. <laughs> and on to the main event. So, Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. Thoughts? Clearly, to me, they need to fight again. Um, nothing was solved. Conor got a freak injury. Uh, I will say Conor looked better in the stand-up at the beginning. And then Dustin dominated him and taking him down and then they stood up and then Connor broke his leg and unfortunately I think it was done too early um Dustin won though I mean give him I'm giving him the win he won the round and he won the fight Connor couldn't come answer the bell but to me it's not it's not satisfying it's like <laughs> I, I, I hear you um so my one argument against them having a fight again Connor probably isn't coming back. This is going to probably take him up to two years to be ready, come back. He's not old, but you got to think about that. Then you have to also think, too, if Dustin goes on to fight Charles Oliveira. Yeah, it won't and, be Dustin's next fight. And let's say Dustin wins that, that fight, he gets the title. And Dustin right now, the only loss he has had in the past however many fights was to Khabib. 
He's been working everybody. So, let's say he wins the light lightweight title, and Connor comes back. I know Connor's nut hugging fanboys, but like he deserves that fight. Coming off of two losses, yeah, and coming off of three losses out of four. Will he deserve it? No. No. Now but I'm not saying they shouldn't fight again, but I think there's got to be a time and place to do it too, because just because of the money. So I think Dustin be, will be willing to do it, but I think Dustin will also say. Because, I mean, he even said in a press conference, you know, when he comes back, we're probably going to be on two different trajectories for sure. And he's going to have to earn that fight. He's going to have to get his way back up. Now, if Dustin isn't a champion or in title contention, that might happen more than likely. Not more than likely. It probably will happen. But, you know, I, I agree with you. They should run it back. Yeah, but probably the fastest a, it could in perfect conditions would be, what, nine months? In perfect conditions, uh, no, nine months would be when he can come back to actually probably training. So probably a year, year and a half. That's crazy. At, that at kind best. of injury, just take a year but, off your career. But Anderson came back quick from his. But Anderson also got popped for steroids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like sure after that. Connor's going to use something. Well, of course. Until the fight time, you just got to be clean then. But yeah. So... Looking at that fight, Connor definitely came out swinging. He was landing his big shots. He he rocked them. Yeah, but, w- I don't know if you thought this, but this is what I thought, and I'm you're much more of a UFC expert than I am. MMA expert. MMA. MMA. Uh, is, I prefer MMA. <laughs> to me, though, Connor got his leg worked the last fight. Like mm-hmm. he couldn't walk on it. Correct. So when he was throwing those kicks, in my head, I'm thinking like. Is that the right thing to do? Because I'm just picturing his leg being weakened. Yeah, weakened for sure. So So, I was already thinking that in my head. Like he, while it was effective, I don't know if he can keep doing them. So the leg that he was uh, throwing a kick with wasn't the one that was getting weakened, though. It was the other leg. But his coach said that they he had to have the leg looked at during training. There was something going on anyway. So the leg was already weakened regardless, whether it be from Dustin's kicks prior, which I don't believe he was kicking that leg that he was throwing the kicks with. But the with Connor coming out throwing those leg kicks, it was the right thing to do. You start hitting Dustin with those leg kicks first, he can't throw leg kicks back. So that was the right move. Yeah, he took that out. But the thing is... And, and Coach Mark and I were talking about this. Like, Coach Mark and I have been, like, texting since, like, fucking 8 a.m. Sunday morning about this shit. Um, the thing is with kicks in MMA coming out, like, the, the way that he came out, kicks in MMA, they're effective. They work, for sure. We know that. It, it's mixed martial arts. You, you use all your weapons. But you're just throwing kicks. And what's going to happen with kicks is they're going to catch it. They're going to take you down. And you saw Dustin reaching down to catch the kicks eventually. uh, uh, Connor, he started throwing punches, but he was trying to throw the kicks to really fuck with Dustin. Like, not not just the leg kicks, but spinning kicks, head kicks. He was trying to throw kicks to fuck with him. It's like, you got to. Definitely threw more kicks than usual. You got to set those things up. That was his game plan. You can't just go out there thinking, kick, 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 thinking that's going to. Like, if this were like that first fight with Dustin. Yeah, you can probably get away with that. But you're fighting a dude who's 
He's seasoned now. He's a veteran. He knows the game. You're not just going to come out there kicking him and he's going to take the bait. You know, you start throwing the kicks. He's like, all right, well, fuck it. I know you don't like being on the ground. And honestly, before, before this fight, I said, because he used the leg kicks last fight, Connor's going to obviously be training and preparing for that. This fight, he's not, he's not going to fuck with those leg kicks. Fuck those leg kicks. He's going to take them down and beat the shit out of him on the ground. Because he knows Dustin Connor. wasn't throwing any, hardly any kicks. No. If he threw any, that I He threw two. Just a few. He threw two um, kicks and he landed one. Because um, I, I do have notes. Um, so I know Connor landed more punches. Mm, let's see here. So it doesn't say the punches strikes. here. It just says, so strikes. No, Dustin. Well, we're counting ground strikes as well. So they just have his total strikes. 34 um, out of 51 for Dustin. 14 out of 24 for Connor. Significant okay. strikes. Significant. Uh, yeah, significant. Leg kicks. Connor landed every single kick, leg kick that he threw, which was nine. Dustin threw two. He landed one. So, uh, with that being what it is, Connor, like, I, there, you know, I go in the comments sometimes because I like punishment. And looking at the fanboys, there's this one dude that was like, Connor completely dominated that fight from beginning to end. And for me, I had to go back and rewatch it just to make sure. I, I, I was like, did I watch a different fight? Maybe I'm bugging. Yeah. So I watched it. And Connor, he came out the gate swinging. He rocked Dustin. But then Dustin composed himself. And I think part of what happened too, so Connor's throwing those kicks and then he started throwing punches. He caught him with a punch. He wobbled Dustin. Dustin regrouped and came back and started punching back. He yeah. threw one leg kick and then followed up with some punches. Then he caught Connor. And that's when Connor wrapped up with him. Connor's not a grappler. So when he wraps up with you, he's rocked. He did it with Nate as well. He had no business going to the ground with Nate. He tried to shoot a takedown on Nate, and Nate sprawled and took his back and choked him. So with Dustin, he did the same thing. He tried to go for an underhook. He pulled him in. And that's when they ended up on the cage, and he went for the guillotine, which is a Hail Mary at that point, really. Like, him trying to get a guillotine from standing, it's doable. Lots of people do it. Connor is seemingly a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. I don't see it. Because, I mean, the way he looked on the ground. He's never looked right on the ground. Ever. Uh, he but, also tends, he looks very gassed whenever he gets to the ground. So, and that was very quick. So, when we rewatched before recording, you, I mean, you pointed out he's like squeezing that guillotine while standing. That's the first mistake he made. And, and that's the thing any grappler that knows anything yeah, about it was like grappling. A panic, he went for yeah. a Hail Mary finish. Yeah. And then he gassed himself out because he looked like he was gasping for air during the rest of the time he was on the ground. And I know from this point, yeah, it's going to sound like armchair quarterback. And, yeah, I get that. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> the five I think li- he knows he's not good on the ground. The five listeners that are listening, I know more than you. You don't know shit about Disney. But basically, um, he, the move that he should have went for instead of trying to go for the guillotine was an underhook. That keeps Dustin from getting lower. Because in, in the takedown situation, you want to be the low man. That's, that's in anything, really. Football, lineman, you, low man wins. That's what coach says, low man wins. In fighting, wrestling especially, you want to get underneath them. And if he throws that underhook, he keeps Dustin up, and he's not expending a lot of energy. Instead, he goes for a guillotine, which is now guaranteeing that he's going to go to the ground. He does not have a choice because with the guillotine, he's now 
kind of pushing him in the direction that he shouldn't want him to go. Once they hit the ground, he went to guard. He locked up his guard, which, you know, that's fine. You're going for a guillotine. Well, before they even got to the guard, Dustin did have his toes in the fence, which is illegal. But, I mean, uh, Connor pulled Dustin's gloves later on. So, I mean, they're, they're both cheating to some regard. But either way, Dustin did the right thing by trying to get his legs to the opposite side of his head because that's where you can get a Von Flu choke. And a lot of people fall victim to a Von, Chuch, uh, Von, Von Flu choke because they don't understand to let go. They think, okay, I got this guillotine. Meanwhile, you're pinning them down while they're pinning their shoulder to your neck and they're pinning your other shoulder to your the other side of your neck, and that's going to put you out. It happens a lot uh, with uh, Ovin St. Pro. He's a, I don't know if he's a former UFC fighter. He might be in Bellator now. But he used to do this choke to everyone. So... When Connor was trying to go for the guillotine and Dustin's getting his legs to the other side, that was the right move for Dustin. Eventually, Connor got guard, went for the guillotine, but it wasn't tight enough. Dustin pulls his head out, and then Dustin started raining down elbows. Now, there are two different points where uh, Connor threw elbows from the bottom. As, like, from the judging score uh, point of view, throwing your shots from the bottom. Like that, that, that's scoring a little bit, but it's not enough to say that you're right. winning. It looks like you're still being dominated because yeah. you're on the bottom. Yeah, I mean, you're still, you're still working. And the thing is, there, there needs to be something done about that, though, because I do see guys on the ground working, like really working. Judges still don't know how to score that. In that regard, I, you know, I would say, okay, he's working. He, he had him at two points where he's throwing sharp elbows to the top of the head. But then uh, Dustin came up and then just started dropping elbows back on him, throwing punches. Then kind of started throwing up kicks. Several up kicks looked good. Then he just kind of started fill up, flailing his legs for the up kicks. And now you look like a white belt in jiu-jitsu that is desperate at this point. It, it, it was not a pretty look. That was my brother's defense when we used to wrestle as kids. Just throw your leg up in there, dive on your back, throw your... Keep kicking. <laughs> Dude, I wish you knew leg locks. Because let him throw... Let, let him do that. Just catch that fucking uh, foot. Man, he was so yeah. much younger, but... Fuck, his, fuck him. Leg locks know no age. But this is the biggest thing I always see with Connor. Every time he gets into a wrestling match, he gasses quick. Yeah, because well, yeah, he, he doesn't know how to pace himself. It makes me think is like you are born with fast twitch and slow twitch yeah. muscle fibers. And Absolutely. what's funny is white people are usually the slow twitch. Yeah. That's why we're better at endurance. And your guys are better at football and pretty much every sport. <laughs> but Connor does appear to be I appreciate the, that. Connor does appear to be like the fast twitch. Like, He's yeah. got muscle. He's got yeah. the knockout power. Yeah. But then he gets fatigued quick so, whenever he's in any type of wrestling. He looks gassed. Now, that does, again, speak to you know his belt rank. Again, he has a brown belt under Dylan I've Dennis. I've never seen him wrestle good. He, he has a brown belt under Dylan, da- under Dylan Dennis, uh, you know, for whatever that's worth. Not much. It's like he's but, an elite striker. But the thing he's is, be below if, you, if you're a brown belt, below. you should know how to pace yourself. I'm a fucking blue belt and I know how to pace myself. I know white belts that know how to pace themselves. And they're not wrestlers. They're just guys that figured it out. I mean, if you've been on the ground enough, you know how to pace yourself. And I don't hear the bullshit about, well, he's, you know, primarily a striker, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but you're an MMA fighter. You have to be able he, to survive. He was definitely everywhere. gassed. Yeah. Like, Dustin Gate let him up. Um... He didn't need to. <laughs> so uh, it's it's being said that his corner, Dustin's corner set to let him up. Right. And I, I think they probably had confidence in Dustin that he could do. So. I mean, it wasn't going anywhere at that round at that point. 
But it was wearing on Connor. I mean, Connor looked gassed to me. And they stood up, and then unfortunately, like immediately after I stood up, the injury happened. And yeah, yeah. So, so that's another argument there, though, too. When people are like, "Well, it was only one round. They're going into the second round. You don't know what would have happened." Well, Connor tends to do his best work in the first round, and then he peters off in the second. But he's still doing good work. In the first round, he was getting worked. He was gassed out. You can't. Tell me with extreme confidence that in the second round he was going to come out still gassed and do anything worthwhile. Because at this point, Dustin's going to see that he's gassed. And when any intelligent fighter who has a wrestling background sees that you're gassed, they're going to press. They're going to get you against the cage. They're going to get you to the ground. They're going to put in work. And they're going to make you carry their weight. Because that's what you do as a grappler. We we bet on the fight a dollar. And I lost. Yeah, I mean, at that point, and, it was double or nothing. So I was money. trying to go for Connor, but I've never seen him when he's gassed recover. Like no. he tends to slowly fade more away. And I do think, though, second round, if they're standing up the whole time, Connor's going to have a chance. But that's the thing; but they weren't going to be yeah, standing up. If they out. weren't going to stand up, then Connor's going to wear down. He 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 doesn't have stamina when they go down. So my initial prediction for the fight because i i thought connor could win but if he won he would have to come out the gate swinging fast and he would have to catch dustin and put him down early if he came out swinging fast and he missed it, it's a wrap he's not going to win that fight this is not even counting the you know the, the unfortunate injury they would have gone to that second round dustin was going to press him on that cage and just dirty box get in close shots every time Get a, uh, a inside trip or outside trip, whichever, or get him to the ground, and you know it would have been more of the same. And the thing is, we're kind of going for that Hail Mary guillotine. That's even shaky though too, because it's like there's so many other options there. Well, not he had other options besides the guillotine, and he's going for a move that again white belts would typically go to, you know go to because that's what white belts know. It's like oh go for the guillotine. It's like no. Pin him down. Like if he's if you got him in your guard, you have to get an over under grip, hug him to your body, and start trying to work to get an arm for an arm bar or something. It probably wasn't going to work because again, Dustin's not a dummy. But the point is, that might be Connor. He's an elite striker for MMA, but he is. That's it. (laughs) And that's the thing, you know. All the fanboys are out there like talking about how great he is. It's like I mean, again, he's he's an elite striker for sure. But the thing is, you got to have more balance. And, yeah, there are fighters that typically can do it all standing. But eventually, you're going to get figured out. They're going to take you to Yeah, the- that's the only reason I wouldn't count him out. This is round two. If Connor does land the right hit, he could win. So I don't think he would have had the gas tank, though. I think he, he's, he's winded. He's tired. He's got to, at that point, it's got to be pure luck and stupidity. Stupidity on Dustin's part, luck on Connor's part at this point. Um, at this, you know, in the second round where he's already gassed. So I don't, you know, we can't, we obviously don't know. But if I had to guess, it would have been Dustin pinning him against the cage, eventually getting him to the ground, and then beating the dog yeah, shit out of him. Yeah, that's the way it would have looked. That's the look it would have gone. But and, we don't know, and it yeah. does suck. Especially like, I mean, it's one thing when. Uh, you break your leg on a, the actual kick, 
Yeah. I haven't seen it actually broken on a punch like that. That was weird. So that was really, <laughs> really fucking weird. Like, which is when we watched live, we didn't know that's what happened. We see Connor drop, and it looked like to me that first round was like, oh, Connor got saved by the bell. He was about to get knocked out. I didn't realize his ankle broke. Um, so with that being the case, and I mean, we've kind of already touched on it. You know, they, they should eventually run it back at some point. Connor, probably at the earliest, is coming back 18 months at the earliest, I would say. But then again, like I said, Anderson had a similar break and came back. I think Anderson's break was worse. And he came back Man, if it's sooner. 18 months, Connor's going to be past this prime. So that that's the concern. Should he come back? And if so, you might as cool. well just go box. <laughs> yeah, true. Go box a YouTube star. So I was going to say, I mean, the Paul brothers are, are calling his name. Right. And that that's honestly your time. Go for it. Make that cheddar. I mean, he already got $100 million from Florida. He's the first one to knock out a Paul brother. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's fucked up because I wouldn't know who to cheer for. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I will say, we'll t- we talked about this a little ahead of time, just kind of was a fucking ass at the end. <laughs> so, yeah, and that he's always been humble in defeat. And then all of a sudden... And that's what makes you like him. It's like, all right, all right he's talking this shit. Exactly. And then he, if he loses, he's super humble. And you're like, okay, it was kind of for show. And, and when he does trash talk, trash talk most of his career, it's kind of funny. So it's like... Yeah. It's entertaining. Yeah. When you get when you start talking about someone's wife, that's stepping over the line. I don't like that. I well, I didn't like that at all. Well, he did it to Khabib as well, talking about his father, talking about his yeah, religion. I didn't like that. Not okay. So, you know, with him saying what he said, I mean, and Dustin even said it like he was like, yeah, we'll fight again, whether it be in the cage or in the street. You don't say what you say to somebody. He was like, you know. Watching the post fight, you know, Dustin was like, look, I'm not worried about what he said to my wife. My wife is solid. Like, she ain't going nowhere. But you don't talk about killing somebody because, you know, people can die doing this. Yeah, it's interesting, too, of Dustin just saying, like, it almost does seem like he doesn't love fighting. Yeah, like he's like, I don't like do. doing this. He's just, he's good at it. <laughs> he's yeah. doing it to make a living. And it was crazy. It was like, I mean, he made himself look great. Post fight and Connor look like a complete jackass of like immediately Poirier's praising. He's saying donate to this charity. He yeah. was doing something with I forget who else it was. It was Manny Pacquiao. Uh, Dust- uh, I didn't Justin know about Wren, that. Uh, uh, Pacquiao. They're uh, you know building houses for the pygmies. And then he's calling out the cancer patient. And then meanwhile, Connor's over there in the corner with a freaking broken leg. Talking about his wife being his DMs. Oh, and he, he did promote his after party though. <laughs> yeah, so. and Connor probably went to his damn after party. Well, yeah, so yeah, you, does, you got to. Does yeah. So, they, what's also uh, just disheartening about all of this is that when they fought last time, great show of respect. Connor said he would donate to Dustin's charity. He didn't, and that's what made Dustin even matter. He was like, and, and, you know, he called him a scumbag then, and then after he pulled on his gloves and tried to throw an up kick. You know, he called him. He was like, you know, he's like, this dude's a scumbag. You know, you know, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I think after the fight, and even Dustin called out the fans that are booing the Connor fanboys. I think what he had to say though, like, made them think, like, oh wait a second, 
No, no. His fan, the fanboys. There, no, there's certain fanboys that are gonna no listen. I don't but know. <laughs> I, a, I will say, for me, listening to it, it was like, all right, Dustin seems like a good dude, and Connor seems like, all right, his celebrity is getting a little out of hand. Yeah, because Connor used to be that dude. He take the loss. He hold his head up high, and he say, you know what? He would be humble. We'll get it back. It would help his legacy. I mean, it would help fans like him. Like so, and 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 that's so with all all the shit that he said in the cage. Honestly, I don't dislike Connor. I hate the fans. And when I say I hate the fans, I hate. Look, it's no secret. I've loved this fucking sport for a very long time, and I mean, on Facebook. Before it became Fox and ESPN, I was ordering pay-per-views and talking about the shit all the time. You know, a couple people comment. We get into conversations. Then once it goes to Fox, picked up some steam. But then you start getting the fanboys jumping in on Ronda. And I got something for her in a second, too. Um, you know, you got people slurping off Ronda's huge cock. And, you know, everybody's like, she's unstoppable. She's unstoppable. She's fucking fighting soccer moms. And in an Olympian who wasn't prepared for strikes. And I was like, she's unstoppable. I remember. And someone we worked with back at, you know, the old job, we talked about this. And I was like, I think the person that's going to beat her is going to be Holly Holm. And then after that happened, she actually tagged me in a post. It was like, shout out to the one person that said Holly Holm would be the person to beat Ronda. Now, that being said, I did pick Ronda to win that fight. Because Holly did look very shaky in previous fights. I was like, I don't know. Ron is going to steamroll this girl. But, you know, and then I had been calling for Amanda Nunes to get a shot at Ronda. They just wouldn't do it. She was on a fucking beast of a win streak. And when Misha Tate got the belt, Misha gave that shot to Amanda Nunes. She probably shouldn't have because she got her ass beat. But shout out to her for actually taking the toughest challenge available. Um, but everybody jumped on that bandwagon. They're like, we love Ronda. We love Ronda. And there was the Anderson, uh, bandwagon as well. We love Anderson. We love Brock Lesnar, you know, because they love seeing freaks and flashy shit. But then you get a fighter like GSP who was dominant and he would beat you at your own game or he would make you, make you fight an opposite game. And people hated that because they're like, oh, it's boring. It's a fucking fight. <laughs> Like, I'm not out here to, and he said it, I'm not out here to entertain, I'm out here to win. And that's what he did, he won. So, now we get into the new era, when we get Connor. And I will admit, Connor was hilarious in the beginning. After his first fight, he was like, I gotta keep winning. Who's gonna pay for these $3,000 suits? I was like, that's fucking good, I like him. Yeah, he was super charismatic. Yeah. This last time, he was super, the most unclassy he's ever been. Yeah. And, 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 As a fan of him, it made me not like him. And and, and, I, and it was funny as I got an argument with a close friend of just, it it wasn't about nothing. He didn't see the fight, but he sees that, you know, Poirier seemed to have dominated. My point was only just that the fight wasn't going to be over on that from whatever happened in the first round. Dustin won the first round, for sure. For sure. But it wasn't over yet. And, no. And it ended prematurely. I, so... I, I if, do think Dustin would have won, but there was yeah, still a shot. Yeah. If, if they're standing up the next round, Connor mm-hmm. still has a shot. If, Every I, if fight I starts standing. I told him, I was like, if I was to bet, I'm going to bet on Dustin at that point. But mm-hmm. it's not over. No, it's no. It's not even close to over. Right. And for all the people saying, like, Dustin dominated, nah, he, he won the first round. It, 
he appeared to be on his way to a victory, but it's I've seen plenty of fights where the first round goes one way and the second round goes the other way. We saw it earlier in the card with um with Burns and Stevenson or uh Stephen Thompson, I mean. And in in the midst of the argument though, I'm like I don't even want to argue anymore because, to be honest, Connor was such an ass. I don't even want to defend him anymore. <laughs> That's the I'm defending him, and I don't want to. So you're making me mad that I'm defending <laughs> this guy because he was such an ass. Of like, he he was a straight ass at the end. Like calling out someone's wife. Don't do that. Nah, you you don't, you don't talk about talk family, your though. little money, everything else about the one per about that person you're fighting. Come on now. It, it's it was so classless. Words right out of my mouth. I was just about to say it. It's yeah, it just wasn't okay. And honestly, so this goes to another point though too. It's like upon Connor's return, it's like does he deserve a fucking shot for it again? I mean, he's had a lot of losses in recent fights. Now. So he so he lost to Khabib and he lost to Dustin twice now. And he like, lost we'll, to we'll, we'll say one and, and a half more recent fights. So you know, so you know, when you look at that, it's like. You know, how do you handle that? Like, depending on where Dustin is, you know, it could be one way or the other. But again, honestly, it's like, look, Dustin could easily say, no, nah, Yeah, Dustin I could won. say he doesn't. It sounds like Dustin's willing to fight him again because even Dustin's immediately after was kind of like. So a lot of fighters immediately after, though, say that. Yeah, he might change his mind. <laughs> and then, but a lot of them do change their minds later on because um, Misha Tate has said that with Holly Holm, yeah, like she deserves a rematch. It is and funny when like, you, nope. you're asked in the moment. You can't be asked then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but. It did seem sound in the moment, at least, that Dustin was willing to fight him again. Connor wanted to fight him again. I mean, Dustin did admit of like, yeah, he got rocked on one shot. Um which that made Dustin more appealing. Like he's straight honest. Like I think I checked the kick. That's what friggin' cracked his leg. He did rock me on one of the right crosses. And the one thing he said about that the check though with the leg kick, he did say, um, like as soon as they mentioned, it, he goes, "No, no, I checked the kick, and, and that's where it start, that's where it happened." You saw me point at him. That's where it happened. It's like so. He was like, "I don't know, but I felt something." Yeah. So and, he and did. It was good that he was like too. He's like, "I don't know for sure, but." I mean, do you really think he just twisted his leg and broke it? No. There was something that happened before that. I will go with, again, Connor's coach saying, you know, there was some damage and they had it looked at prior. But I also think the check kick played a factor as well because that was the only big check kick because it was right to the knee when he checked it. There is one image, and again, people could make up shit online, Mm -hmm. but there was an image of Connor... Right before that, his leg already buckling from. Hmm. So I'll. And so, someone showed that and was like, his leg was already damaged just before that punch. And like, it it did hmm. show a little bit of a buckle. So I've watched that fight now, watching it again tonight six times. I, I have to look at it now again to look for that because I didn't see that, but. You know, I'm at that point. I'm not even looking. Yeah, it for... was actually early on. Of like, just he did a leg kick, and then his leg just looked weird when it landed. Mm. Could it have been after the check though? Because, like again, Dustin Could pointed, and because when he threw a kick, he checked it, and Dustin pointed on. right at him. It, you know, he pointed and shook his head. So, I don't know, but I mean, at the end of it all, it, it, me just being you know a fan of, so. Excuse me. Connor put out a tweet 
yesterday, not a tweet, a Facebook or Instagram post. You know, he talked about surgery went well, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and he sound humble. Then he went back into the bullshit again, talking about, you know, and you can celebrate your phony win. It's like, dude, chill. Chill. I mean, that's a win. I mean, to be honest. You couldn't answer the bell. Even when so Anderson broke his leg, that was part of the fight. I mean, yeah. you chose to do that. He blocked you, and he fucking broke your leg. <laughs> and he's calling for, he was calling for a doctor stoppage. So a doctor stoppage where it's a no contest comes into play when it's an eye poke or a groin shot, and you can't continue yeah. because it was done by your opponent. But it's not at fault of you, and it's not a DQ. Those for are illegal opponent. moves, but illegal limb. But I accident, mean, a broken limb. Accidental illegal, if if it were accidental, um, or if it's an illegal strike and it's in the first round, it's a no contest. But if it's after two and a half minutes of the second round, and it's eye poke for no contest or eye poke or a legal uh, groin shot or a head shot to a grounded opponent, it is now a victory for the person that was it, perpetrated. There's just no illegal. Of what happened, like so, yeah. So he was calling for a doctor stoppage. Yes, it was a doctor stoppage, but not in the way that he was thinking for a win. It's still a TKO. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of it. Like when Anderson Silva lost, he got yeah. his leg checked. Like that's a move. <laughs> so now with Anderson, though, it was in the second round, though, like but late, it, late it, second it's round. Still but... like a, a mixed martial arts move. No, no, like, no at the defensive. Like, so you can't answer the bell now. So a better example, more recently, was Chris Wyman versus Uriah Hall. Same thing happened. To, so Chris, like coincidentally enough, when Anderson broke his leg, it was against Chris Wyman, and Chris Wyman fought Uriah Hall, who was held at one point as the next Anderson Silva. So he broke his leg the same way, about I want to say a minute into the fight, and it, that was a win for Uriah. Again, it's not a no. It's not a no contest because it wasn't something that wasn't part of the fight. That that kick was a part of the fight. If it was an eye poke and the fight's called, yeah. then it's a no contest. Those, those checks are part of the fight. I could tell you right now. I got the thinnest ankles for someone my side. Like that's bone density. I can't control that. My wrist and ankles are super thin, and there's nothing you can't gain weight on those parts. Yeah, I will not be throwing. <laughs> kicks because i know i'll break my shin <laughs> when i separated my rib and i decided i couldn't do jujitsu for several weeks i went to muay thai i don't know if that was any smarter but i hit shins with somebody and it wasn't like intention like it, it was an accidental like light shin shin bump guess what i stopped doing <laughs> muay thai yeah. i i know for a fact i couldn't do the leg kicks I would get fucked up on leg kicks. And another thing that I hate in jiu-jitsu, too, we have this one pass, shin-on-shin pass. I hate it. (laughs) I hate doing it, and I hate when people do it to me. It just fucks everything up. But either way, with that fight being what it is, and Connor possibly coming back, I don't think, honestly, like just as a fan of the sport, because what I was going to ask, Connor was like, this sport needs me. In one of his Instagram posts, posts, and the thing is, I keep at, losing. <laughs> as his fan, his, as his fans kept screaming, like, you know, he he's entertaining. He's great for the sport. No, he's terrible for the sport. He's great for the UFC to make money because those fucking cocksuckers are gonna keep fucking paying it. And I paid, I bought, but I wasn't paying for the Connor fight. I was paying for that's a that was a fucking beautiful car from thing top is, to bottom. Too, he would be great too if he's winning. 
Yeah, he's he's not been winning lately. No, no. <laughs> He's he's been not, not just that though he's not been winning but he's also just he's, he's just posturing yeah he's getting older you know it's just a bunch of shit to it and honestly it's kind of like not a direct comparison but Ronda Rousey of just how dominant she seemed so she was I'm glad you brought that back up she was such a star of the sport like she looked invincible yeah and then all of a sudden you realize oh she's actually not. She doesn't she, have she stand up. <laughs> she she was she's a judo practitioner and she, you know, can get you to the ground and get that arm bar quick. Kat Zingano knows because she took her down in 14 seconds. But I'm glad you brought Rhonda back up. So Rhonda, you know, fired a, a message over to Connor. And it was, you know, she meant no harm in it. You know, it, it was a nice message back to him. She was like, you know, keep your head up, something to that effect. But I love how you, you know, Immediately started promoting the next fight. I would never have thought to do that. Well, yeah, you couldn't think to do that because you got knocked out. <laughs> so <laughs> you weren't thinking at all. Both times you got knocked out. But um, then she sent another message, I guess, in reply to somebody probably clowning her. But she was like, look, if you want sportsmanship and, you know, blah, 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 go watch the Olympics. They could definitely use the views. That's the cunt that I fucking know and love. Right there. Right there. It's like, look. Go fucking do some more. Oh, wait. You couldn't cut into fucking WWE either. You know, once they fucking wrote that you had to fucking lose to Becky Lynch, and suddenly you're like, oh, I'm going to go out and fucking have a family now, I guess. And that, that's not to say, you know, shoot her down because she wants to have a family. No. But it's like, you know, you can't even fucking pretend lose. For yeah, fuck's I mean, sake. She, she was on freaking top of the world. In yeah. UFC, and then I her think- fall was quick and well, it, it i think was with like, her though she was doing too much though and not really she was doing movies tv yeah. shows and she was also ahead of the times in a way yeah for women fighters so uh, she was ahead a little bit but they were protecting her because again they weren't throwing her yeah, she, to amanda nunes oh yeah they they gave holly home that fight because they she thought holly was too timid so outclassed her last okay she so the fights that they would not put her in amanda nunes jermaine durandamy they eventually put her in there with Holly Holm. They wouldn't give the Kat Zingano rematch. I mean, those four fights alone would have been ass beatings. But, I mean, Jermaine, Jermaine, Jermaine Duranemi fought a man and won. <laughs> so, yeah, Ronda don't want none of that. Oh, and then Cyborg. She, she wouldn't take the Cyborg fight. Which, the Cyborg... Stuff was kind of there's there's a lot of back and forth between that because Cyborg wanted to fight Ronda very early on, which was the right time to fight Ronda, and Ronda was smart and said, "I want to wait till I'm you know, you know more seasoned." And then when Ronda got to the UFC, because she initially started at 145, then she dropped down to 135. Cyborg cannot make 135. She struggled to make 145, and Ronda was like, "Well, if you want to fight me, you come to me. I'm the champ." She's kind of right. But if you're in there saying, look, I want to take all the challenges. I'm the baddest woman on the planet. Fucking move up. Or meet her at 140. You know, whatever it may be. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I like Rhonda. I read her book. It was a good book. Now, like reading, Just reading her story. Very interesting story. And that, that makes me think about my daughter and putting her in jiu-jitsu. It's kind of one of those. It's a cautionary tale where it's like, look, I don't want to burn my kid out because Rhonda at one point got burned out. Um, but 
when when you break it all down with fighters like that, fighters like Connor, you know, they do bring in the bucks. They put asses in seats. And that's a good thing. But how is it for the sport? Is it good for the sport? When you have somebody like Connor that comes in whenever he feels like to call it whatever fight he wants? Yeah, I mean Connor's retired many times already. Yeah. And, and and on another note too, John Jones is starting to fucking tread into that territory where now he's trying to call his shots. Now I get what he's saying. If you want me to fight Francis and Gano, you gotta pay me because Francis is scary as fuck. Yeah. But I mean, and we we've talked about that in yeah. previous episodes of like the elite UFC fighters mm-hmm. probably being underpaid. For sure. But overall they're being paid for decent yeah. where we compared it to boxing. The elite boxers are getting super insanely overpaid yeah yeah, in fact you want to fight a youtube star you're gonna get way more money than all of them (laughs) i mean Um, so yeah i I mean things gotta change but i remember when we first started talking about i was like thinking oh ufc is really unfair then more research was like oh actually they're not it's it's somewhat i want to say even elite but it's great for the rest of the everyone because that kid who fought sean o'malley Get paid. It's almost like a. I guess they're communists. (laughs) I like that blonde. We have the fights on in the background, um, and and Yana and Irene are about to fight. I liked Irene because of the name. You never met Irene, did you? In Rodos. Yes, I did actually. Oh, you did. She was my favorite of all. Yeah, I know, Dick. Yeah, okay. Uh, Dick. So, one thing I do want to point out, too. uh, I got a friend over in Sweden. They typically get the UFC fights for free. Not this time. They have to pay. You know why? Take a guess. Connor. Yep. (laughs) They have to pay. So, fuck you again, Connor. Uh, so that that's all I really had to say. I was a Connor fan, but I have to say his comments after the fight made me not really like him. And like I said, I was trying to just say the fight was over with a few friends, and at the same time, I'm like, I finally like text him, like, dude, I don't even want to support him right now. <laughs> like, and that's the thing. I never hated <laughs> Connor. I hated his following, but I always liked Connor. And then after this fight. Now I dislike Connor and I dislike his following. And on on a, uh, one of my posts, I put up his little quote before when he sat and talked with Stephen A. Smith, which wow, wow that they let him anywhere near MMA commentary, but whatever. He he didn't he didn't he wasn't terrible, but I just hate to do with a passion. Yeah, no, I I completely understand you how you feel about him, but he has grown on me. I have to say. No, I I know that he can still go <laughs> fuck himself. So, but um, he did call that fight right. He did say Connor. He thinks Poirier would win. I wonder if there's someone in the earpiece talking Probably. to him. But no, I mean he wasn't terrible. And but either way, I just like to do. But anyhow, um, what was I going to say? Uh, da, 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 da. What what was I going to say? I forgot. Connor was a douche. He was but a douche. He's the face of UFC. Um, yeah, well that 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 is. Oh no! So he he had an interview with Stephen A. Uh, that came out earlier in the week, and Connor goes. In my MMA record is 19 and 1. I only count knockouts. I don't count anything else. Oh, yeah. So what's wild about that? I got two points to this real quick. And be a boxer. <laughs> so what's wild about not counting knockouts or only counting knockouts? Knockout a knockout is involuntary. 
you get knocked out, I mean, you don't have a choice. Now, when you say you don't count tap outs, that's even worse because, yeah, you made the decision. You said you're better than me by tapping out. And if if there's not a referee to stop that fight, you're probably going to – well, you're not going to die. But so Diaz you're was going out. making fun of him for mm-hmm. he tapped out he quit <laughs> yeah you quit you're a quitter bitch uh, <laughs> say it like he's listening he's a quitter I'm gonna tag him but well, we, we we also just real quick of just the Connor why he's so popular is the same thing I was telling you yeah. like the white yeah. people yeah great white hope yep great white hope Irish people claim Irish as if it's uh, and I'm Irish and I like House of Pain but even House of Pain didn't want to claim irish after the first album but um it's a weird thing of like people love the group together like that well it's irish i like conor mcgregor group think though you're not from ireland (laughs) so you're from america so your grandfather's from america with, with his comment though about not counting anything but knockouts i posted that quote on tiktok it, it was the biggest hit that I've ever got. The most likes, the most views, the most everything. Because it's Connor. So, someone comments and goes, yeah, the only thing is he didn't say that, though. So, I went back, listened to the audio. Because I had the audio. I just didn't post it. And I replied, sure he did. And I goes, no, actually he didn't. So me, you know, I'm 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 a little petty. I'm not really petty, but I'm a little petty. So I went ahead because I had the video already queued up. I went ahead and found the guy. I tagged him in it, and I specifically said, "Hey, so and so, here's the quote that you said he didn't say." Or no, I said, "Here's the quote from the interview." Crickets. I didn't I didn't even like hashtag anything. I just put it up there for that dude. I didn't want it to get any other looks. I just wanted that dude to see it because fuck him. Like that's what I hate too. Just blind nut huggery. And people are just like, I love this guy so much. Like, he's the greatest thing ever. I can't wait to suck his fucking Irish nuts. And the thing is, somebody's going to sound clip that. I hate y'all. All four of you. We I'm lost a listener. I'm about to record it, and I'm going to scratch scratch on it. I will hit you with a car. I don't know. If it sounds tight, maybe not. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I might be able to make it sound good. No, but but either way, basically the point is, like, this dude, like, he makes his own rules. He just says shit. And, pe- you know, the thing is, right there, though, that's my point. People jump behind him, though, and say, oh, well, he didn't say that. Just like, I don't know, a former president that we've had. Well, he didn't actually say that. Well, no, here's the quote. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange thing. Connors fans will love him no matter what. I mean, he could. I mean, he, he was a jackass. If you can't admit he was a jack, I was a Connor fan, and I was embarrassed. <laughs> but most won't be embarrassed. But you're a reasonable person, though, too. Yeah. Whereas a lot of these, and you're also not an internet like troll, or internet you know fanboy well, that mm-hmm. runs around and talks shit on the internet. My though. thing too is I think for myself. So like, I always yeah. thought it was weird when people band together. I don't know if you saw, not to jump off topic too no, much no, but we, real quick we, we can fly away from that this now. there was i think it was italy and england played mm-hmm. soccer and they're fucking fighting each other yeah what the fuck are y'all this isn't a war <laughs> yo europe is on another level but, of things though but it was it goes to my whole thing of like people love to gang up on some kind of team like oh 
We're England. You're Italy. We hate you. You you beat us in soccer. So there was a post. I never reshared it. A, a friend of mine, she posted it up. She's in England. And I, I don't even know the full context. They were straight brawling. But she wrote some strong words um, that basically says, yo, we got to do better, man. Like, what are we doing as a people? It, it doesn't make any... It, it reminds me of, like, two, like, Philly... The Eagles fans are like that. My brother went to the Eagles game, didn't wear any Redskins gear or Washington football gear. Redskins. he got messed with in the bathroom. Like, some guy pushed him, like, knew he wasn't an Eagles fan. And it's just like, you do realize the people playing for the Eagles aren't from Philly. They're only there because they they got signed there. They didn't choose to go there. They probably wouldn't ever play for you if they They had the choice. They don't live in Philly. (laughs) Yeah, they don't. And they wouldn't choose to play for you if they had the choice. Mm-hmm. Philly would probably be their yeah. last choice. <laughs> Is Bill Cosby from Philly? He went to Temple. I don't know, but did you see when he got out? Yeah, that shit is wild. That dude did the Fat Albert. <laughs> did you see that? What, the, the face? He did the hey, hey, hey. When he well, I, didn't see, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, how fucked up? That's how fucked up Bill Cosby is. He came out of whatever and he got released. He did the hey, hey, hey. Not uh, this is just going to be a brief, brief point here. <laughs> what I think is wild is that there are people that defend that dude too, whichever way it may be. Well, oh, well, that was years ago, or they might even say, Well, that chick who's coming up is lying. Well, what about the other 29? Yeah, there's so many. I mean, he did it. I mean, he, I don't even understand why he's out because there's uh, a, a bullshit technicality. <laughs> And and hey, don't, hey, the, and that's uh, the thing. It's such a bullshit technicality. I do remember seeing it was some kind of weird technicality. Is then people will defend him like, oh, see, he wasn't guilty. So the wild <laughs> that's dumb they, too. They didn't say he didn't do it. <laughs> What's wild about that though too is that I think uh, the officer who killed George Floyd, give it a few years, there'll be a technicality. He'll be out. Scouts honor, promise you. So I mean, the only reason he got even convicted was because of all the. You know, you know what is crazy to think about. People don't realize, and you might have not realized, but I don't know shit. Yeah, we don't know shit about anything. Disclaimer. But you don't know shit about Disney. I don't. But I know we don't know shit. Like when we say facts, they're not facts. But anyways, real quick is the. Literally, the Washington. Redskins name change is because of George Floyd. Yeah. There was no plans of changing it until those protests. Well, yeah, that like a, <laughs> like a lot then of Then all shit of a sudden that got down. under the microscope and they're like, "Oh." Which it was announced today, they will not do anything remotely close to anything Native American. No like <laughs> Okay, okay, all right. I'm sorry. You should've done that. All right, all we don't right. have enough listeners. You gotta worry about it. <laughs> you want to go ahead and let's let's. Like yeah, you look like alcohol. Let's go ahead and judge this beer. So we are third beer of the day. That are knocked over. Not a typical beer that we review because we've been catering to the beer connoisseurs. You know the cons. It's founded on Australia, but it's brewed in the USA. We got Fosters. Australian for beer. I wish I could do that. Foster's, we, we got Australian. That's way better than mine. Crocodile Dundee gave us this beer. 
Nah, so yeah, now you're struggling. So this is a an Australian lager. Um, technically, it's an, or it was originally from Australia, um, but it's brewed in the USA. Um, the crazy thing is, we got the cans. The cans make you feel like you're a little person holding a regular beer. When I hold a Foster's <laughs> can, I look at them like, dude, my dick is tiny. Yeah, it makes you feel inferior. Um, but at the same time, it's like, it's a good amount. So 24, 25 ounces. So it's like two beers in this can. Um, I think it's better than I was expecting, to be honest. It's better than I remember. I mean, we, we clearly are going lowbrow with Mickey's than Foster's. Fuck anybody that says But I'm we got to review them all. That's the type we are. We're going to get the good, the bad, the ugly. What would you rate this? this I mean, probably, he did. He, he is feeling it, so I think he likes the feeling. And I mean, this is probably one of, my, one of my favorites. Well, I knocked it over because, <laughs> I mean, we, got, we don't have a really big space here to work with. It's anyway. very drinkable. The good thing is I didn't knock it over on top of the laptop because I don't have money to buy another laptop. So there's that. But what would I give this? Mm. I don't want to like make this like. Isn't know. it tricky these type of beers because it's yeah. like they're very drinkable and then you got a good What's feeling. Percentage? That that we five percent. Oh, only five. Yeah, that's fucking whack. So that definitely affects the score. It did make it into at least the fives. Like yeah, I need a five five though to to be comfortable. It's also misleading of like, I like I at least like they put on the can founded in Australia. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, uh, yeah, that's shaky. But brewed on the USA on the other side. So if I'm gonna give it a number, I'm gonna say six nine because it's not a full seven. Ah, uh, it's a pretty good score. Oh, my stars. I know we're not supposed to be on our phones during this, but I, I got to show you this. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I want to share it to Wiki or our page, but I think I'm going to go with Wiki because it's gold. Six, nine. Come on, man. Give a score, bitch. I got to be like, it's, it. I, I like it in terms of like to get, a buzz it's perfect yeah because it's so light and easy to drink and it's huge this can but taste wise i think i gotta go six zero mm, okay fair enough all right cool um <laughs> and that's Foster's that. for you i don't know how to feel about that so, like um, kangaroos. just one thing I want to say before we jump into the jackass of the week is um, one of my favorite movies turned 30 today. Point Break. And in celebration, I'm going to put it on repeat after we record and I'm going to sleep to it. It is genuinely one of my favorite movies, though. I fucking love the shit out of that movie. So it's funny is I know you've liked that movie and you've described it to me and you've always described it to me as like basically Fast and the Furious was Point Break. And and I, mm. I I think I've seen Point Break, but it was so young. So I think it's the same thing he, he gets into with a crowd of surfers, yep, it's the undercover same cop. Again. Yep. 
But then likes them, obviously. So where it differs from Fast and Furious, obviously cars, but Fast and Furious, you know, that, that community, that family is a little tighter. But this is also a movie done years later where Point Break was done in 91. And the thing with that movie, you know, 91 when they were making movies, they weren't really looking at the long game. They're just looking at, like, at, at this solo movie, let's make it. Like, if it was going to be a sequel, you knew it was going to be a sequel for the most part, discounted horror movies. So Point Break was just that movie. I remember as a kid, I used to write like stories, lots of stories, but my stories were always sequels to movies. I, I remember writing a sequel to Point Break. Was and, that Patrick Swayze? Yeah, he, yeah. he, he was uh, uh, Bodie, the, uh, main, the, the main bank robber, villain, protagonist, whatever. Uh, and Keanu Reeves was, you know, the rookie FBI agent, Gary Busey. Yo, anything with Gary Busey in it, I, I get like excited. Gary Busey. I, I love Gary Busey. Gary Busey is, is my what, spirit. One animal. of my favorite movies that's cheesy to watch now, but it was one of my favorite movies was uh, Drop Zone. Fair, fair. <laughs> so, Gary Busey, I loved him in uh, Surviving the Game. Like that, that I think that was like one of the first times I really like saw Gary Busey. Where he's hunting iced tea in the woods. It's like, whew. That fucking guy. Look at those choppers. <laughs> like, look at them. Like, don't let them bite you. And then Point Break is where it really clicked. It was like, oh, shit. I, I like Gary Busey. And his son, Jake, is hmm, questionable at best. His, son. his son's been in a few things. It, like, the big thing notable, I think, at least, was um, the movie Identity with John Cusack, which was a fun movie. I liked it a lot. But, uh, but yeah, Point Break turned 30 today one of my favorite movies uh well like, i think anthony kiedis from the red hot chili peppers was in it so that's one of the things that always stood out to me but another thing that stood out to me is one of the first movies that i owned that had titties in it so, <laughs> that is memorable yeah because uh when they had to do the stakeout and they you know they they <laughs> who was it uh tom sizemore he was another undercover agent dea and after they like blew the spot, he comes out there and he's pissed. Cause he's like, You guys fucking blew my blew my shit up. They're just about to fucking tell me who their fucking uh who their supplier was. And he's like, You know how long I've been working on this fucking case? Three months. Fucking three months. You know, and then uh Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves are sitting there, oh shit. And then uh I don't know the guy's name, but he was uh in that fucking show Scrubs. The one doctor, the tall, skinny white guy, not Zach Braff, but the other white guy. He he was the you know head of the department. He basically is like rubbing it in her face, you know that they fucked up. It's like bitch, like you okayed it, but uh, like it, it actually a lot of those movies back in the day had some stars in it, but we just didn't know. You know you got Tom Sizemore in that, which he was also in True Romance. But um, Lori Petty, and it's funny because we say stars was like, what else has Lori Petty been in? Yeah, I don't remember her, but I, I do remember her kind of having a little tank little girl, bit of a crush, her, crush on her and Tank Girl. <laughs> Fucking loser. She was like that punk rock hot chick. But I don't remember in anything else. Yeah, it's it's weird because I'm trying to think. Well, she was in uh, Orange Is the New Black. I didn't think it was her, and Sarah's like, it is her because we were watching Point Break. She was like, oh, she's in Orange Is the New Black. I was like, no, she's not. Yeah, she is. She's a big star. She wouldn't be in there. How does she look now? 
Well, that was even a while ago. That's how old we are now. It's like well, Point Break <laughs> was thirty years ago. Orange is the New yeah. Black was like that about was like eight years ago. Yeah, that was eight years ago, and so that's still long ago. Eh, I mean, you know, she's, she's got to be pretty old. Everybody's age though, so I, I don't like Tom Cruise has an age because he's Scientology Jesus. Somehow he came up in videos I was watching today of just when he went off on Good Morning America. Yeah, I mean, he's a lunatic, but I like his movies. I'm a fan. I love Interview with the Vampire. He's a good actor. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm not going to go out Do you have own. a favorite actor? I wouldn't That's say. That's a tough one to say. I wouldn't I, say I, I have a favorite actor. I think in a previous actor. episode, I did name my favorite actor, but I'm, it was just because. I mean, Gary Oldman, I'm all, I am I will always watch a Gary Oldman movie. Like, you, you tell me Gary Oldman's in it, I'm at least going to check it out. Uh, I like Leo. I've always liked Leo, though, from, oh, yeah. from Le- his growing pains Leo... days. I think Leo might be the biggest actor right now in terms of, like, considered the best all around. Maybe. You, you... Maybe. I, don't, I don't know. I have a... I, I, don't, I don't have my finger on the pulse like that anymore. I have a little thing to say about him, but then no one's going to care, but I'll, I'll say I, it I anyway. Don't. You're right, I don't. He's filming a movie right now in Oklahoma don't care yeah no one cares but he apparently i think was a house of pain fan because he went and visited the outsiders museum that danny boy runs and danny boy hey so (laughs) just to cut this real quick notice that every time something comes up house of pain is connected to it guess what i gotta say it we don't care but leo's a house of pain fan he's probably not he's probably a fan of music but you know. I think he was a house. I think he ran into a little click back in the nineties. It was like when when you mentioned Kid ninety with uh Slay Moon Fry. It was like I, I watched it. And I was like looking for the Danny Boy. So it was like eight minutes. It was like that was the main. That was no, her main was, boyfriend. It, it was eight minutes. No, whoever took her virginity, his name was Charlie. I'm not gonna mention. But last they names. only mentioned him. There was no scenes of Charlie. Yeah, because he's a fucking pedophile who's fucking preying right. on little girls. That was kind of funny. Yeah, not no, that's not funny. No, that's but I, I do gross. think that. That little era, they probably ran, like, can you imagine partying in that nope. era? Nope. Like, all those dudes, everyone in that crew in the 90s had mad money. Yeah. And from what I understand of, like, House of Pain early on, they would just rent out bars. Yeah. I mean, that's what like, people do when they have money. It's not just yeah. now. But, I mean, it's just, like, that's that was a normal thing. But their friends were, like, all celebrities. So are other celebrities' friends. Right, but I, I think that particular that was a tight knit group. I think of Punky Brewster, David Arquette, all those people in Kid Ninety, like that was a little age group of celebrities that ran together. So, in the 90s. from what I gathered from watching it, she was more closer to Danny Boy than any of the other group. Like, so I wouldn't say that was a tight knit group as much as it they were a tight knit group, and then she you know, sprinkled over there. So it's not so much that they, you know, flowed into each other as much as it's, she was here and then she sauntered over there. They didn't, uh, but they were still here and then they were over there. Explain it too much, but I do think he was maybe think versus no or two different things. No, I think they were maybe friends though before why, why the relationship wasn't stronger was, I think she might've been underage. Well, no, no, that's actually a fact. 
Like when you look at all of those, Danny Boy is like restraining himself. All of those guys were older than her. Yeah, and but it, I think he legitimately treated her as a friend. They like probably kissed a lot, but um, it, it's just an interesting time. I I always think back of just like imagine that in the nineties though, like this little crew of young actors, some hip hop artists, like they just ran Hollywood. Not really though. They did, I think. No, they didn't, actually. If they ran Hollywood, they would have stayed relevant. So, I mean, they ran Hollywood in the sense of they ran around Hollywood. I mean, they partied hard. Yeah, they partied, but they, you, you know, they didn't but run that, that Hollywood. That was a good documentary. It was fine. I wouldn't say it was good. It was, it was entertaining, but it's not something I need to watch again. Yeah. I mean, I think but the most I, interesting thing about it was just having videotapes of the 90s because we didn't have, like, the cell phones that we have now. So it's, yeah. like, it's kind of cool someone did get some... I miss the 90s. I'm sure you do. In a I way. don't. No? Nope. So because my mindset is I'm moving forward. I'm, I, I I'm agree. 43. I, I, like, I look back at the 90s, and when I think about the 90s, I mean, I have a lot of sorrow from the 90s because I, I lost two very good friends who were part of my 90s. So that's why the 90s, as much as it was cool, I can't miss it. And this is just me. I'm not speaking for everybody else and telling other people how to feel. But for me, personally, it you know, it, it's fun to look back on it, but I don't miss it. Because yeah, I, 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 was, I was a different person then. I wasn't a good person in the 90s. I was a horrible human. Like I, I did a lot of horrible things. I said a lot of horrible things. Um, I was a very, very terrible human in the '90s in terms of just like people. So I don't really miss the '90s as much as it's like you know, like I, I told you recently, I threw away all like my high school stuff, like yearbooks and shit like that, because it's like I don't need to look back. Yeah, I, I don't think I missed that. I think I just miss being young of the. I think that's anybody that's old. Right. <laughs> I refuse to believe I'm old. <laughs> I mean, it's a, old is a state of mind, though. I yeah, mean, I still feel young, but there is there is some like reminders that pop up, and it's like, oh shit! You know, like gray pubes, that shit sucks. Well, I, I mean, my facial hair you can't tell, but it's like yeah, five different I mean, colors. But I wonder if I have some gray in there. If I do, I mean, you can't see it. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to see your gray pubes. You're right. I do see a gray hair on your cheek, though. Yeah, I know. I got I got gray beard whenever I grow it out. I don't I don't stress it. I don't worry about like, oh, I'm going gray. You know, like people have died. I was like, I don't care. Like I, I I was talking to a friend. I got to have her back on off the mats. But we we're joking about our age. We we're both 43. And she was like, dude, we got to embrace that shit. Because, you know, she's probably lost a lot more friends than I have. I've, I've lost a few friends. They didn't make it to 43. And... That shit's just very wild to me to think. It's like, damn, dude. Yeah, like, so we start getting older. That's when people are really going to start dropping if we well, get into our 50s. I made that point, though, when we were younger, we're, when we were working at one of our old jobs, and um, who who died of uh, cancer in uh, Beastie Boys? MCA. MCA. Uh, and I remember saying to you, it was like, we're at that age, though, where our childhood heroes are going to start dropping off, dude. Like, we just have to accept that. And now we're at that age where it's not just childhood heroes, but it's going to be peers dropping off. And, you know, it, that's just reality. That's a fact of life. And just embrace it. You, you you embrace what you have. 
So when I look yeah. back on the 90s and early 2000s even, it's like, do I miss it? I wouldn't say I miss it. I'm nostalgic about it. I do, you know, have fond memories of just being silly in high school and then, and, and, you know, graduating and then in the 2000s really cutting up. But I don't know if I really have any, you know, it's like if I could hop in a time machine and go back to it, nah. Like, not at all. Not even if I knew what I know now, I wouldn't. Just because, like, at this point, like I said, I'm all about just moving forward and, and embracing the future. But it's, I've also got a different mindset because I'm a parent. Like, what's exciting to me is, you know, like, <laughs> Sarah went up to hang out uh, with her best friend in Westminster over the weekend. And it's no, really no different than she had to go to work. You know, like, she goes to work. I, I'm doing bedtime routine. She left a little earlier, so Sophie and I went out. And now, mind you, this is fight night, too, so I got to prep for the fights. So we go out, get pizzas. We come back home. We play Super Mario Brothers for a couple hours or about an hour. Oh, Brett got the Switch, by the way. Is nice. that what you have? No, not, I, I'm still working off the Wii. I okay. want to get a Switch. I wanted to get a switch for uh, Sophie's birthday, which was going to be for me, but <laughs> we could be playing Mario Kart. So I'm I'm not ready for Mario Kart yet. I, I do want to play some of the older games though. I want to get her. She's been playing Mario Brothers. He and got Mario, uh, Mario Odyssey, and what's interesting about that? That's the first Mario game I've seen where you could do a co-op. So we could both be playing at the same time. It's pretty fun. The only thing I dislike about it. Is it does keep the points between you two. So then you start playing. Any of this means. You start playing competitive with each other, even though you're supposed to be working together. I don't really. See, that's another thing, though, too. I don't care about competing for nothing. <laughs> so Right, but I, when I, you're I playing care. your brother, it's like, all right. So what's funny about it, it's a basic Mario game. Imagine playing Mario Brothers, but with two players at the same time. We could do it together. What's funny is I figured out how to pick up the other person so there's times i've picked up brett and just throw him into a wall that shit's funny as hell <laughs> maybe um but yeah if you ever get that we could play mario online um i mean mario kart i like playing in person so if you start beating me i could hit you I like no playing see online. that's the other thing yeah if you have it i'll knock your control you out your hand bring the controller Cause you could do um, four players, but I'm glad how you you know you hijacked my my sentimental story about my weekend with my daughter. I'm sorry. Uh, so, you know, but we played some uh, Super Mario Brothers, which she she's not coachable. This is why I can't fucking coach her in jujitsu. She's not coachable at all. When we're playing Mario Brothers, I'm like, okay, go slow, walk, 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 jump. There's no jump. She just walks right into the fucking Goomba. At least she's in good spirits about it. Then she'll jump over the Goomba. I'm like, okay, hit the question mark. Get your mushroom. Wait, 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 wait. And then she jumps over the mushrooms like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so for jujitsu, she's got to have a different coach, not me. Because if I'm at the competition, I'm like, all right, Sophie, all right, grab the lapel. That's the fucking sleeve. Why are you grabbing the fucking, la- the fucking sleeve? I need the lapel. What are you doing? Go for spider guard. You little fucking. Somebody, some, somebody else in the seat. I'm out. I'm out. I couldn't coach it. But no, so um, basically we played Mario Brothers, you know, then we watched the fights Saturday night, which was a fun time. 
just watching people punch each other. I, I enjoyed talking with Coach Mark. I, I, I love that dude to death, and I miss just sitting here watching fights with him. Sometimes, you know, we'll text and just, you know, we'll put on, like, Muay Thai fights and just text about Muay Thai fights. He, he's a fucking madman. But so the next day, Sarah comes home. I, I was recording an episode off the mat, student. So if he jumps in the middle of the recording, hi. <laughs> My guest was like, hello. And they, they started. So I was like, so do I just not exist now? The fuck? But uh, Sarah comes home, and Sophie and I are playing Mario Brothers again. Leave me in fucking charge of the kid. Suddenly she's like, yo, son, what are you doing? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I was uh, playing Mario 3, and I'm on the third level, in the fir- uh, third world of the first level, and I got a turtle shell, and I'm about to throw it. And she goes, yo, son, get off my dad. <laughs> And Sarah goes, are you serious? I leave her with you overnight? And it's son this and son that. And I was like, I mean, you leave, leave her with me every night. <laughs> I mean, it's just, that's how it goes now. And then what else did she say? She's been saying son, and then she says something else. And I was like, okay, this is getting out of hand. I can't, it was, she hasn't picked up a cunt, a crypto cunt yet. So that's good. And you fucking twat. So I think I'm doing pretty good as a dad. But basically, when I say I'm not looking back, I'm looking forward, it's because of, I'm waiting for this kid to learn bad words and start hitting people in school. So that, that, that's what I'm looking forward to, is just looking at this kid growing up and, you know, gray pubes. You know, I got one. I got to keep an eye out for the others now. <laughs> update. We'll update when you get number two. I'll let you know when number two. Obviously, I'm gonna let you know when number two comes. I'll let you know when I piss blood too. So, I'm obviously yeah, not gonna hide anything. I'm from good y'all. for a year for my doctor <laughs> visit. Yeah, I gotta. I actually have to go to the doctor uh, at the end of the month. I, I'm actually about to try to get a new doctor because my <laughs> old doctor, he's got huge hands. I'm, I'm, I know it's that time. I gotta get myself a little Asian doctor with little bitty hands. Well, if you could choose that doctor, would you choose a girl over a guy? Yes. Me too. Like, I want to do with his finger in my ass. Like, (laughs) I've always chosen a female doctor. It's funny. Somehow I came across that, uh, is it Road Trip with Stifler? Yeah. Uh, That scene, that scene. Milk in the prostate, that's, yeah, yeah, that's aggressive. That's very aggressive, and I just can't handle that shit. All right, let's let's get out of there. That was a funny scene, though. Let's go to the Jackass of the Week. Jackass of the Week. So we both kind of talked about, we would say Connor, but it's too easy. and yeah. It was the heat of the moment. So, yeah, the jackass of the week, I mean, I think you're going to agree with me, was the USA men's basketball team lost to freaking Nigeria. <laughs> I think they have a few NBA players, but they're not even starters on that team. On the Nigerian team? Yeah. I well, mean, I was gonna ask the USA the team is basically everyone besides the people in the finals. Like, okay. Durant was on that team, and Durant got blocked real bad by one of the Nigerian players. So this is an exhibition, though. They're just busting shells. It's just exhibition, so it doesn't mean anything. But mm-hmm. I believe one of the last times, or last two times we played Nigeria, is we beat them by 80 and, like, a high 40s. <laughs> uh, I mean, keep in mind, though, and this is dating back to years ago, Jordan and the boys, when you know before they had uh, pros in the Olympics, you know they had college players. They had Jordan, Ewan, uh, I can't remember who else was uh, Team USA, and they played NBA All Stars, and they worked those All Stars. 
So, I mean, you know, it happens. Shit happens. Yeah, I heard a story but of even... Team USA, come on, son. It's Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, and the main player from Nigeria was like a backup in the NBA. Um, yo, he's probably... He he's probably talking about yo y'all better give me a fucking contract extension like a motherfucker I'm a Durant fan he got blocked pretty bad like it was bad um, but yeah you shouldn't lose to Nigeria we're, we're the freaking we're the, the best basketball players in the world playing the NBA like there's other divisions in Europe and overseas that's basically the warm up league before you want to come to the NBA so we're playing at the NBA, and to be honest, the the two teams in the finals don't even seem to be the best NBA players this year. No, for sure. I mean, we're missing Devin Booker and Giannis, but I mean, Kevin Durant is a phenomenal player. Beal's on the team. I gotta look at who else. I don't think I don't know if LeBron's playing or not. Uh, doesn't he have to promote Space Jam coming out next week, or at the end of the week? I should say. Really, it's coming out Friday. It could be. I'm watching. I'll never forget the best USA. You know, I never watched Space Jam, the original. Me either. Well, no, I'm sorry. I'm, let me rephrase that. I just watched it. Oh, I've never seen it. it it's on Disney, or, or not Disney, uh, HBO Max. Check it out. It's it's funsies. Even even as an adult, it's funsies. It's silly, but funsies. So I'm curious about the new one. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> LeBron. Can't imagine being like Jordan. <laughs> No, he's nothing like Jordan. Uh, debate, <laughs> acting wise. Oh, you know where it's going now. From there, it's like, who who's the better player, Jordan or LeBron? And then you know you have your debate. Then we go to the acting. Who's the better actor, Jordan or LeBron? It's like, well, Jordan was playing baseball in between it. So, what's funny is LeBron, if he wanted to, could have played the NFL probably. Yeah, I think they said he was a tight end <laughs> in high school, and they said he was like he was like D one level. But I mean, his his size and speed would have been. Absolutely ridiculous, and he has said several times he's thought about it. I mean, you make absurd money in the NBA compared to NFL. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with certain sports. It's like you have to ask, like, that would have been cool to be the first person to play. I don't know that anyone's. Well, we had Dion and Bo Jackson play baseball and football, but basketball football seems like a whole other level. Charlie Ward was the closest thing, but oh yeah, Charlie Ward got drafted by the Knicks, but he never played in the NFL. He never went to the NFL, but he was the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, I was gonna say, but he did win the Heisman. That's crazy. But he did. So I used to always joke about it. It was like he he never applied for the NFL draft though. He didn't want to play football. I don't think he was gonna get picked. As a quarterback, because he was a quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah but that doesn't mean he would have been drafted as a quarterback. Scott Frost was a quarterback from Nebraska, and he got drafted as a safety. I think we got Tim and Tebow Cordell, converting Cordell, to tight end uh, at thirty. <laughs> Cordell Stewart was a quarterback for Colorado and got drafted. Um, was he? No, he no, he came in as a quarterback as well. Yeah, Cordell Stewart was weird. Who? Uh, Antoine Randall L. was a uh, quarterback, a quarterback for Indiana. He got drafted as a receiver. There's a few of them that 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 happened with though. But yeah, it, it's. I mean, Charlie Ward probably wasn't going to get drafted. I don't think he had a chance in the NFL. And Charles Woodson. I mean, Charles Woodson played offense and defense. So, but he got drafted as a corner. Heisman Trophy winner, Michigan, go blue. Fuck Ohio State. That's going to be the last one. Detroit does have I the first you. pick in the NBA draft. Yeah, okay. We'll see what happens. We'll talk about that. When's the draft? Uh, it's usually 
pretty close after the final, so. That's uh, next week. <laughs> it's going seven games. I guess. It's going five. Who do you got winning the series? We did pick the Suns originally. I want the Suns to win, but I think the Bucks is actually a slightly better team. So I thought the Suns the Suns were, I mean, so every home team's won. The Suns have home court advantage. I think if the Bucks just figure out, like, oh, we're way bigger than you and yeah. play bully ball, yeah, that's win. No, that's a fact. I'm looking at the fucking screen right now. Gilbert Burns is bullying Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. That's what you need to do. Press. Bully. Let them know I'm bigger than you and I'm better. Let's get the ball to Giannis. Yeah. Do what you got to do. 80% of the time. You say, do what you do. I don't know what Drew Holiday's doing. He's playing good defense, but he looks like he never played on offense before. Hmm. That's all right. Wonder Boy's throwing some crazy-ass kicks. That's what he does. He's karate, karate background. Kickboxing uh, background as well. So, um, Anything more to add on our jackass of the week? I don't think so. I think, you know, we're recording this hours before it's released, and it's a Monday. We did pretty good. We drank... Uh, Bloodline, Mickey's, and Foster's. And then I spilled half of my Foster's. Sound like you're from Australia. So what I'm going to do is we're going to wrap up here, but I'm going to drink the rest of this Foster's off air. Um, As always, thank you, motherfuckers, for listening. And just being a part of this, this is, again, a fun journey. So we're going to keep doing this. And this is our milestone Episode number 10. We're going to get a token for this on uh, uh, yeah. Podbean. They're going to be like, hey, congratulations on episode 10. Because I think 7 is like kind of that episode where people <laughs> really kind of get it together. But episodes where you have the moonshine. So <laughs> maybe we're delayed by an episode. You, you, you've seen Step Brothers, right? Yes. Where he's like, you know, like, what do you do? And he's like, well, I manage a baseball team. And he's like, oh, like Lily, <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> I feel like since we got to episode 10, I'm like, what's your job? Well, I work this, my real job, and I'm like, but I'm also a podcaster. <laughs> oh, no, trust me. There are times where, like, people, like, when people ask me to do shit, I'm like, well, I'm kind of busy, though. Like, I produce, like, two and a half podcasts, so I got shit to do. I can't just be fucking around with you. I got shit to do. I'm a graphic artist. <laughs> like, people message me, like, hey, like, how are you? Like, oh, dude, I'm just tired. Like, what's up? Dude, I've been editing podcasts all week, which is true. Like, because often that's, I record, like, a lot of episodes in the week. And then, like, I'm, like, like trying to bull rush through all that shit and make sure that everything sounds right when it doesn't. <laughs> like, I just, I'm, it's just a lot of guesswork. Actually, I have uh, been doing some reading and, and fucking with the sound a little bit, but oh, whatever. Snap. No, for often that's not us. <laughs> well, eventually we're going to have music. We, we still sound like trash. Um, yeah, but... Episode 100, when people are like, yo, who listened in episode 10? Oh, you four? Yeah, you're our original four. Actually, I've said that for often. So I tell people, I get to a certain point in the episode, I'm like, hey, if you made it this far, let me know. I'll send you a t-shirt. <laughs> and like, I have tons of people who are like, yeah, they've made it that far. They'll tell me that after the fact. And it's like, I guess you're telling me not. I should send you a shirt. So I got to send out some t-shirts, I guess. I don't know. Um, actually, one of my friends, shout out to Zach, who runs Student BJJ on a uh, Instagram. I was just talking to someone on an episode of Off the Mats. Talk about being introverted, but if you want to talk jujitsu, I'm there. He didn't hear that, but he just put out a shirt that said, "Introverted but willing to talk about jujitsu." 
I was like, dude, I, I ordered one. Then he sent me a message. I'm sending you a mug. He was like, dude, I just ordered, ordered a shirt. He was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to send you a mug so you have a matching mug and a shirt. I was like, word. So um, anyhow, off the rails again. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you made it this far with us, we do appreciate you. And, and, you know, I know there are times we get, you know, some critiques. And your critiques and criticisms are taken into account. You know, it's not like, you know, we're like, okay, fuck that person. You know, whatever you said. No, we do hear you. So... You know, we try to fix things as needed, but at the end of the day, we do appreciate everybody listening and letting us know how we're doing. And like I said, we got room for a guest. Come on, try to be on, son. What's up? Um, otherwise, close out, son. What's up? What you got? Yeah, we got. Well, just to entice our audience, eventually football's coming, so we're gonna have to do some football episodes. Well, yeah. That, so with I think you, we're gonna review each division. So the UFC, the July card is the big card. We're kind of done with UFC for the most part until like late next month with a heavyweight title. But I ain't got much for that. I don't care. Yeah. So when we get close to the NFL season, we're gonna have our predictions each division. We're gonna have a rundown of each division. We're gonna tell you who's the shitty teams in each division. Detroit. Why the fuck did you look at me like that? I didn't say Detroit at all. Fuck your um, bitch ass team, which is seven I mean, wins if you and one division. Trade all your receivers and your starting quarterback. That's good. At least my team sounds not like a good. We're not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you still are. Look at them. Like how many football team? How many Asian people y'all got on the team? Asian Ooh, people. Asian. I mean, none. Racist. How many does Detroit have? We ain't got Asian people in Detroit, baby. <laughs> but. We do though. We're gonna run it down. We might even, uh, who knows? We'll give some fa- some terrible fantasy advice because we don't know shit about anything. That's all we want you to know. But Ladante is killing this Fosters, and I've never seen you this happy drinking a beer since <laughs> we've done that episode. <laughs> like he, he looks legit sad. Like there's no more in my can. <laughs> Uh, there's like like maybe a third left. I'm a little depressed. I got the fight on, so I'm gonna finish this beer, finish the rest of this fight, and um, you know, Australia's famous beer brand, made in America, <laughs> and just for kicks and shit, very minimum edit into this. So y'all are getting what y'all are getting. This is our closest thing to a live episode. So enjoy the fuck out of this. We took a shot of a uh, proper twelve too. as dog shit. Thanks, Connor. I forgot about that. Beast, he's not. Peace be with you. He's hobbled. All right, y'all. Thanks, and uh, let us know what you think. And try to be a guest, y'all. Tell us some beers too. Peace, bitches. <laughs>